Exhausted and a little bit tipsy. Two moms on a mission to highlight those bad moms. Moms who inspire, create, and take no shit. Hello. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so is it AO or Athletic Outcomes? It's Athletic Outcomes. Okay, and then yeah. it's like the nickname AO. I guess. I don't know who said that, but it's sometimes fun to say. Did you not name it that? I did not name it AO. I named it Athletic Outcomes. Did people just start saying, like, I'm going to AO? I guess, yeah. Oh, my God. I've never really thought about that. It's like your nickname. (laughs) Because, I mean, don't y'all have shirts that say AO? Yeah. They do. It's like the abbreviated version of the name. Yeah. Anywho, doesn't matter. Athletic Outcomes. Is it like the logo? Yes. Okay. That's the logo. That's why. It makes sense that Mm -hmm. way. Yeah, so Brittany... Um, moved here from Chicago. You got it. How long ago? Gosh, four years ago now. Damn. Yeah. That's really not that long ago, It's though. not. It actually feels like forever, but it's not that long. It feels like this is your home. Mm-hmm, for sure. So how did you get into the gym business? Like, did you have one in Chicago and then came here and opened? Okay. Yeah, it, kind of. I went to chiropractic school, so I'm a chiropractor by trade. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. And, um part of schooling you get to kind of experience different environments practice wise mm-hmm. and so um one of the ones I went to or participated in was the sports oriented one so we'd get to go to like Mizzou and work on the athletes on the sidelines or um you know go work on athletes who were having shoulder rehab and yeah. just kind of participate with that so I wouldn't say that initially I planned to be in the gym business. It just kind of happened. And so a part of the, the doctorate degree, you can also get a master's in sports rehab. And so I was a huge book nerd, so I just decided to do it. And then uh, with that, you have to do an internship. So with internship, you go away. You basically beg people to take you on and, and just get to, like, I don't know, pick their brains. And um, so I got to participate in a place called Exos. It was formerly called Athletic Athletes Performance, right? You don't know <laughs> I've that. Never heard I don't of know. <laughs> it's funny because now I can't even remember the old name. Like, that's who so am sad. I? Where was? I? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Exos is what it's called now. Uh, that's pretty much what people would remember, anyways. Um, anywho, so you get to work with professionals on their off season, and you get to touch them and be hands on and hands-on, yeah. and learn from the best. So that was when I was initially kind of like, wow, this is incredible. So. Moved back to Chicago after my internship um, and then opened my chiropractic practice in a gym. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Where was your internship? At Exos. Where? It, oh, no, like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was like, is that a city? <laughs> <laughs> what is this magical place? All these names place? are very confusing. <laughs> um, it was in partially Chicago and then Arizona. Oh, okay. So it started in Chicago. That's what took me there. Went away to Arizona, went back to Chicago, um, and then... I met my husband at the gym that I started my practice in. Oh, yeah. in Chicago? Chicago. Chicago. Okay. okay. 
pretty much I went back to Chicago and was jobless and yeah. was like, oh, I don't know what to do. I guess I might as well just open a practice. Guess I might as well just do what yeah. I was just in school for. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> well, in school, you're not really taught how to run oh, a yeah. business. You're just like, this is how you treat a patient. So go get a job. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. And, uh, I did get a job for three weeks working in a giant clinic and it was the worst experience ever. All I did was just sign insurance forms and I I literally saw like, I was there for three weeks and I probably signed hundreds of insurance claims, but I only worked on four patients. So it was just like terrible industry for me. How does that work? How can you sign an insurance claim and not see the hire assistants? And pretty much you're overseeing them. You're sitting in your office signing insurance papers and you're just kind of assuming that they're doing what you should, they should do. So are the assistants also licensed chiropractors or? Licensed chiropractic assistants. So they can work on people. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. I had, so is that like legal everywhere or just in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. Legal everywhere. What? So what's the difference between your degree and their degree? Uh, years of okay. schooling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long were you in school? Three and a half of graduate all year round. And that was specific, specifically chiropractic? Chiropractic and then master's in sports rehab. Yeah. Damn. Okay. And then how long was your internship? Mm, four months. Okay. Uh, really short. Yeah. And then you pretty much graduate and you're like, okay, you have two degrees now and they're great. And good luck yeah. and you have a ton of student loans and oh so then God. you're just kind of like what the hell do I do yeah. so I pretty much I really wanted to be in Chicago just because I thought it was a really cool city grew up in northern Maine where there's like population 2000 I was like I'm not going back might as well stay in the city <laughs> yeah. there's probably more opportunities <laughs> worked at that job for three weeks quit that and then I just basically begged this gym to hire me to like coach a class or do something and then the owner was like well why don't you just like start seeing patients and I was like oh great idea <laughs> Shit, I should use that I degree should probably do that um and it just kind of happened and it went really well I ended up leaving Chicago I ran it for six five or six years and um had an employee and then basically when we knew we were going to move to Austin we knew we were going to open a facility and do, I was going to do chiropractic and stuff. Um, I pretty much like looked at that employee and I was like, here you go. You can take this over. And she's like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to run a business. And so, you know, that's like the worst part about it. Leaving school is not really knowing what to do. If you are going to have a boss, not have a boss, whatever. So it's meant for some people and definitely mm-hmm. not meant for a lot. Yeah. So is that non-existent anymore? She didn't want to take it over. She took it over and then ended it. Yeah. Yeah. She was awesome. I think a business is hard. I mean. Yeah. You just don't know. Like, I remember the very first year in business, I literally didn't realize you had to pay taxes. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was like, I'm making a ton of money. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I didn't take insurance. Yeah. It was like cash visit. So every patient I saw, I was like, heck, yeah, I'm just making money. It's great. And then, like. A year passes, and I did eventually hire an accountant, and he was like, you owe, what? you owe a lot of money. And I was like, wait, what? No. So. Um, it's nice, though, it that alarming. if you do cash, I mean, sounds shady, but there's not a paper trail. It's kind of helpful in yeah, some ways. But then if you use cards, yeah. like credit cards, mm-hmm. debit cards, which, I mean, who really carries around yeah. cash? No They're one like, anymore. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's it sounds silly to look, like now I look back at myself and I'm like, okay, 
you're so stupid. What were you thinking? I mean, you should first go around at a business. I I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. That's like the perfect way to start. Like, let me get in here and kind of already use what you're doing. And then just, I think that's a good way to start instead of like opening up a storefront and really like not know what you're doing for the first time, you know, first time just jumping in there. Yeah. I learned a lot for sure. But so did you like, um, chiropractic care? Yeah, I like it. I think I burnt myself out on it. Um, you know, in that situation where I wasn't doing insurance, it's just ultimately like the more patients you see, the more money you make. And Mm -hmm. I'm a starving new grad with a ton of student loans. And so I was like, okay, work, like work on Sundays, work on Saturdays. Don't take a day off, just work, work, work. And, um, you know, it was good at the time, but when we packed up and moved to Austin, knowing that we were going to open a business, I was like, do I actually want to touch people anymore or not? Yeah. And I, I honestly struggled with it for a while. I took time off of it. And then even like a year in, I was like, I, am I actually ready to do this again? And so, so yeah. do you do that now still? I do it occasionally. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not my primary yeah. role at AO. Yeah. See? A-O. A-yo. Yeah. A-yo. <laughs> it's catchy. And there's yeah. like that song, is it Lady Gaga? A-yo. A-yo. I don't know. I don't either. You don't, you don't that gaga. should be our We gaga song. every morning. If, Al- if Atlas is eating cereal, then we're listening to Lady Gaga. Oh, it's her she's cereal amazing. music. That's Very, pretty cool. Yeah. She's a diva. <laughs> um, I think that's interesting because some people like have mixed feelings about chiropractic care mm-hmm. um I have a shoulder injury I mean I don't even know if you call it an injury I don't even know what it is really it just like hurts all the time yeah um it's just broken, like hunting me off. it's and probably it's an injury miserable and <laughs> but I like I can't think of a time where it started you know because mm-hmm. I I went to a chiropractor so I had my daughter and I'm left-handed so I hold her on my left side my left hip all the time and my shoulder is just has been killing me ever since I had her and it goes all the way up to my neck and all the way down to my arm Mm -hmm. and I I mean I got tons of MRIs and x-rays and I've done it all and I started seeing a chiropractor and I saw him for about a year and if I went like every week then I was like feeling pretty good but after a year I'm like okay I just can't keep coming every week for it years it just yeah, um, we're not getting anywhere yeah. oh yeah <clears throat> I mean I'm not gonna lie there are some chiropractors that I agree with and then there are a lot that I probably don't see eye to eye with treatment wise um you know I talked about doing the masters in sports rehab just because I truly believe that you know your spine is controlled by muscles that attach to it and if you're a chiropractor that simply adjusts I mean, I don't want to piss anybody off here, but I just ultimately feel like you're not doing what's best for the patient. Yeah. And, um, you're, I mean, every treatment I, I spend with a client, it's at least 45 minutes and there's just so much more to a joint than just adjusting it. Yeah. So, um, I think that's another reason why. You know, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm a chiropractor. And people are like, you are. Like, I, <laughs> it's a weird, you either love them or you hate yeah, them. Or absolutely. you're like scared to go because you're like, I don't know if I trust that. It's I, voodoo. I was about to say trust <laughs> yeah. that voodoo. Abby always makes fun of me because I call everything voodoo that's not voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> 
if it's weird, it's fucking voodoo. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been I've been told a f- like that I'm a fake doctor. I'm not a real doctor. I mean, well, geez, are you considered a doctor? Yeah, okay. I have a doctorate, doctorate degree. Okay. Um, I mean. I'm not like, you must call me doctor. (laughs) I've never once said that. It just doesn't matter. It's just a name and a title. But, you know, we spend just as much time in school. We do, we dissect cadavers. Like, we know the body really, really well. Um, But what's crazy is I can graduate with classmates who just have such a different vision of how to treat a patient than I do, where, honestly, like, if I look at my graduating class, I might go to 10% of them. Yeah. So they just teach you like the basics and anatomy and I mean so much more that I don't understand, but it's kind of up to you how you want to like, yeah, there's different electives. I mean, you can also study acupuncture and I studied it for a long, long time and it was still so confusing to me where I was like, you know what? I'm not meant to be an acupuncturist. There's a lot. Acupuncture is fucking confusing. Yeah. I mean, I spent hours, like at least 200 hours trying to like study it and I got certified in it. And what's crazy is. I have a certification in it, so I'm legally allowed to do it, but I don't even feel confident doing it because it's just like, what? How How do you understand this? It's intense. So, I mean, and I just don't think a lot of people would admit to that, that they don't understand it, which is kind of scary. That's interesting to think about, yeah, because you're like, oh, you're certified, you know what you're doing, but do they really? Yeah, seriously. I feel like you'd have to be training for years to know I mean, it's pretty intense training. Like, if you go to acupuncture school here, like, it's three, well, it's three years, but it's, I think it's year-round school. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's, like, a lot, a lot of hours in that three years, so it's not just, like, you're there occasionally. And then you have to, like, pass your boards of Texas, so it's, like, four board exams, I think, mm-hmm. to be able to practice, and, I mean... If you like talk to any acupuncturist, they're like the upper jaw, the lower jaw, and then like all these meridians and like all the shit. And you're just like, okay, what? My head is going to explode. And then there's like so many Chinese herbs, which is like what I do. I, I work in an acupuncture clinic and I run the herbal pharmacy and like, I know like maybe like 20 of those herbs (laughs) and like there's like hundreds and I work with them all the time and I'm making tinctures. But like the thing is, is that one herb could be used for like at least five things. things. And so it's like, okay, it could act this way in this tincture with this other herb or it could act this completely different way with like That's these so three crazy. other herbs and it's just mm-hmm. it's a mind fuck but it's amazing and yeah. it's super effective but I mean chiropr- I mean that's awesome too yeah I mean what I what I loved about chiropractic school was the science like the like visualize or seeing it like done in an ultrasound like the actual effect on the nerve the muscle yeah. the spine versus in acupuncture just practicing it it was more about you know like energy flow and meridians and I was like I don't get it so that's clearly not my mindset so yeah there and like that just goes back to like there are so many different forms of chiropractic treatment um well that's good to know too because I feel like I just kind of wrote off I mean I was so into it because I was like basically at a level 10 pain all the time and when I would go week did y'all hear that? Oh, was that the echo of this? I think I just kicked like, the table. What the fuck was Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm going to not move. It's like a gong. <laughs> yeah, it was like a gong. <laughs> Talking about Chinese medicine. Voodoo. <laughs> um, but when I would go all the time, then it would bring me down to like a manageable, manageable level. And I wasn't getting much like, the, I don't know. I just was like popping me and then that's it. And then see you next week. And after a year I was like, Hey, I kind of like, I need a referral for someone else. I need other options. I need a, 
and he wanted me to get an MRI. I thought it was my neck. And then it was like not on my neck. And it just felt very weird. And I was like, like in his mind, he thought if I kept coming, then it, we could main- eventually go yeah. away. And I was like, well, how do you not see that I'm not getting better and it's not reasonable for anybody? Nobody should be coming a, a week, once a week to get adjusted. Like I, I think chiropractic is really great for like maintenance, like go in, get realigned, get your, your stuff going and feel really great. But, but those aren't the people who come to you for treatment. Yeah. You know, I mean, people want like quick fixes to just feel mm -hmm, better. And I noticed that like people go, it just was the vibe it felt like. And yeah. Well, a lot of people if, we see are like at the end of their rope, you know, they've tried like yeah. all the Western medicine and they're like, okay, I guess I'll give this a try. And it's like, finally we can heal them because mm -hmm. it's well-rounded, but yeah. I, if I, so if somebody comes to me injured, if they don't feel difference, that's longer than a week effect after the first treatment, I'll pretty much send them out. Cause that tells me that like my form of treatment probably isn't going to help them. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. I might see them twice if they're like, no, please see me again. But I just don't believe in long-term, really, really long-term treatment plans. I mean, it's just not the way I practice. So yeah. I don't know. I would just be aware if people are like, please come see me three times yeah. a week for the next yeah. 18 weeks. It's yeah. like, yeah, really? I mean, if you're getting relief, you're like, fuck it. Like I'll do it. Cause <laughs> I just need it. But then you hit a point where you're like, okay, this makes no fucking sense. Like, well, Okay, so, like, with acupuncture, like, if somebody has a really bad issue, then they come to us, like, three times in the first ten days because we, like, try to get it jump-started, but yeah. then we push it out, like, yeah. for a month and then, like, two months or however long. If you I mean, have like, a sometimes you like have that? to get it, like, jump-started, so I'm just, yeah. just throwing that out Yeah, there, but. totally, <laughs> totally. I mean, it sounds like y'all have a plan. Yeah. Like, this is how we do it, and this is what usually works, and, mm -hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Um, but I, I, I was referred out to um, Arosti. So what do you think about Erosti? Is it basically just like a glorified chiropractor? With some, I don't even know. Um, I feel like I should say no comment. Um, yeah. No. No. Uh, what I know, what I know of Erosti. I mean, I've not been. So what I think happens is more soft tissue treatment mm -hmm. than just a chiropractic adjustment, and I'm much more supportive of that than just a straight adjustment. Mm -hmm. So. I'm not supporting, not, yeah. not telling you not to go. I don't know. So that's Can't my, she hates Arosti. Let it be known. That is my honest opinion. <laughs> I never said that. But one thing I did appreciate is he kind of had the same, or like Arosti kind of has the same vibe of like, if I can't treat you within like six treatments or five times that I see you, like you got to go somewhere else. Yeah. This is it's not going to heal you or fix you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you did Anyways, chiropractic care. I did chiropractic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, what made you guys decide to move to... Well, hold on. I want to hear how you met your husband. You met him at a gym. So the gym that I had my practice in, he was a coach okay. at that gym. And uh, it was just the two owners and then Pat, my husband, and I. And um, the first day I met him, he was like foam rolling. And <laughs> he was a second grade stool... Uh, school teacher and he what? taught second grade for 10 years that's yeah so cute and then I know it's adorable and then after school he would come and coach like cycling classes there and um, I remember the very first day I met him he was like foam rolling and it was also probably my first or second day there and he was like hey uh 
can I help you? And I was like, no, I work here. You know, just <laughs> outrageously like, how, how dare you offer yeah. job now? <laughs> yeah. Good. I am employed. Yeah. <laughs> I have one patient. <laughs> I'm living off of oatmeal and a crock pot, <laughs> but I'm getting lots of cash. Yeah. <laughs> doing great. And, uh, so yeah, that's how I met him. And then we were friends for a few months, probably like six months before I asked him out on our first date. You but, asked him out? Well, it was kind I love of, that though. Kind I'm of. the same way. I mean, I had no friends in Chicago because I didn't know anybody when I moved there. And um, in April, so just to start the story from the very beginning, in April, I thought I would have friends by September. Well, it's September, and I had bought two tickets to a concert in April, and I was like, I'll totally have somebody to take to. And um, so September comes around, and I was like, shit, uh, I'm just going to have to go by myself. So I actually ended up emailing Pat and was like, hey, you know, we're friends. We ride bikes together. This is fun. Um, do you want to come to this concert with me? And at the time, Pat was also in a heavy metal band. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? Called a heavy metal second, second grade, grade teacher. teacher. Oh my god. Exactly. Okay, so what was it called? Yeah. Wizard Castle. Wizard <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This gets better. Oh, if if I could show you pictures and videos, I would. Okay, well, so I'm going to be looking for this him later. Leads into, is this what um he crowd surfed and no one caught him? <laughs> yes. Okay. We may have gotten some stories. Yes. <laughs> oh man, we have great stories. But yeah, he so, he so crowd surfed and um this was at his friend's concert. And actually, okay. so fast forward, this is literally like six months into us dating. Um, he crowd surfed at his friend's <coughs> show. And it was a Sunday night. And of course, he's a teacher. So um, he happened to have Monday off. It was like a holiday. And um, so he goes out. There's this place called Big Star where if you drink margaritas, you pretty much die. Okay. And so he just jumped off the stage on a Sunday night. So you can probably already visualize the crowd. There's like 10 people. Two of them are his sister and I. And uh, he just jumps off and nobody catches him. And I end up taking him to the hospital what? until like two in the morning. He has seven stitches on his face. He also, what? after throwing up out of the window in the car on the drive to the hospital, tells me the for the first time ever that he loves me. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. My God. Okay. So romantic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At that point, I knew he was going to be my husband. He was the one as yeah. he was puking, and he was like, I love you, baby. Yeah. His chin's falling off oh his face. God. Was he puking because of the fall or because of the margarita? Likely the margarita. Oh, my okay. God. But actually, the nurse in the hospital was like, look, ma'am, I can't stitch him until he stops throwing up. And I was like, ma'am, I don't know what to tell you. I can't tell him to stop throwing up. He just, we're in love, so yeah. stitch him the fuck up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that kind of leads into that story. But anywho, I asked him on the first date. Originally, he said no, because that's not his type of music. I was like, all right, well, forget it. And what, then, like, what was two, the band? I don't, it's like, I don't even remember now. It was um, more like alternative folk. Folk is so kind great. Kind of calming. It was like in a small, cute little place in North Chicago. We ended up eating an entire pizza and just like sitting in the front, like front row and listening to this band. But he was like, no, I, I think I'm good. I don't really like that kind of music. He's like, two days passed. He's like, okay, actually, I'll go. But I have a show on Thursday night if you want to come. So I was like, okay. So I went, watched him take his shirt off, play in a heavy metal band, go teach school the next morning, and then we went out on our date. Oh, <laughs> and for folk music. Yeah. Um, <gasps> anywho, 
that's the story. Was he the screamer? Wait, metal? He's the, the singer. Do you like? So he's like the doing the head banging, shirt I mean, ripping. It's more like rock heavy metal. I think he'd be very embarrassed to have me tell you that he was the one head banging. But yeah. um, the singer is like the main. Do you putting have on any the songs. <laughs> of can course, I have songs, and of course you can hear. And he'd probably kill me. Do you ever like work out to them? <laughs> no, but what's <laughs> what's really it. funny is I bought their album on iTunes. So every time I get into the car, if it's set on like your phone connecting, it immediately turns on my iTunes and it's either the, the uh, U2 songs that they give you for free. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Wizard Castle. <laughs> That's so, so, so how funny. long was he in Wizard Castle? Uh, years. I mean, six, seven years. So did he have to leave the, ba- he the left band? He the band. For y'all to move. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wonder what Wizard Castle's up to these days. <laughs> you it, know what? Deep thing. down, I really wish that they would have a reunion. Yeah. Um, I don't know Maybe if for like that. your daughter's third birthday, he can come and perform. Yeah. <laughs> I think June would be like, who is this guy? My dad's a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> he jumps out again on the kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking good. of kids, so the first time that we met, my son pushed your daughter down the stairs. I'll never forget. Yeah. Uh, you know why Have I won't you? forget? Because <laughs> I have forgiven you. Okay. I was like, Jim, you just hated me this entire time. That's why I'm here. The so best, we can fucking talk yeah. about it. Push the best part about that was you literally looked at your son and you were like, time out. And he placed himself in time out. <laughs> and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen from a two-year-old. And I was like, damn. I want to be like that someday. Yeah. So I practice. I, mean, I I tell June time out, and the whole time she's like laughing. Yeah. Like, mm, this I mean, is not the effect I mean, sometimes it's like that, but like when he knows he fucks up, yeah. he's like, oh shit. I, yeah, like, that's when they go. know it was yes. the most impressive thing. So congratulations. That, okay. Well, thank you. You inspired me. <laughs> Her daughter was okay, welcome. by the way. No. Was it wasn't yeah, like a few no. stairs. They weren't at the top though. No, no it, it was wasn't. Like, but still like there's not a railing on it and it's hardwood. <laughs> and so like when it happened, I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, oh my God, that just happened. It could have been so much worse. And like, I was like, like nervous afterwards. I was like, holy shit, that just happened. And like, I just don't know what, I, yeah. It's like, Everybody's what do you do? Okay. What do you do when your kid, push, I mean. Dude, it sucks when your kid. <laughs> does yeah. that to anyone why do kids yeah. have to be bullies because it's so embarrassing when your kid is yeah. the passive one but it's really embarrassing when it's they're the bully dude for yeah. sure and when you're when your kid's young it's like you look at it you're like oh my kid is never gonna be like that. i'm never gonna let him hit and then your kid just fucking hits <laughs> yeah oh, or hit. pulls hair yeah or bites or like whatever it is and I just, like, oh, I, I laugh inside. Is. I'm like, you just wait. <laughs> Your kid is going to be the fucking hitter. Just, it's anyone. Yeah. It's not how you raise them. It's, you know, it's an impulse thing. And well, yeah, for boys, sure. I mean, they're girls. just learning how to communicate. Like they can't use their words properly. And they're like, don't touch my toy. But instead I'm going to punch you because yeah. you're looking at it. And you know, like I'm bigger <laughs> than you. I could probably just punch you. Yeah. Get back my toy. Get what <laughs> yeah. I want. So you have no idea about space. They just oh, yeah. take Speaking over of your space, space yes. my daughter, same day, um, after your kid got pushed down the stairs, then Atlas oh decided God. she was obsessed <laughs> with your daughter. Like, she loves little babies, Aww. and she's just like, here, I can help you walk. I can help you breathe. I can help you. Like, she was just like, oh, and I we're going that. here and, like, squeezing. And she's just like, get the fuck off of me. And she's, like, pushing Atlas. And I was like, okay, Atlas, like, you're so sweet. But, like, space, personal space, like, like don't even understand that. They're both so. lovers. It's great. June loved it. Atlas loved it. 
at the end of the day, it was a great day. She did stand up for herself. She was like yelling at Atlas, like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> Atlas just, sorry. She's ridiculous. I'm so sorry if she was mean to no, children. No, I mean, our kids started it. <laughs> I know. Like, God, why are you apologizing? Yeah. We're like, holy shit. I'm so sorry. Yeah. The well, one and only time we've hung out with you and your know, daughter were both our kids. Yeah. Those great assholes. Yeah. <laughs> And every time y'all would walk by, Atlas would be like, look, mama, baby. I'm like, yes, Atlas, that's baby June. You remember that one time when you were squeezing her? So June you, just deep down like yeah. flipped her off. Every time we walked by. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. She's like, bye, Stay Atlas. away. <laughs> oh, good times. Okay, so he quit his band. Y'all, quit why his did band. y'all decide to move to Austin? Um... We realized we were adults and that we could make our own decisions and realized that it's freezing cold in Chicago. I grew up in Maine and then after grad school went to Chicago and I was just like, I'm not meant to be cold. This is terrible. And um, we knew we wanted to open our own business and we knew a lot of the people in Chicago that would technically be our competitors and I was like I don't even want like we can't compete with them so yeah what are we doing even thinking about like honestly we didn't even think about it but um yeah we just knew that we wanted to be warmer I mean it was hard because all of our friends his whole family's there I mean in Michigan Chicago and and I think at the time we we were just like this is what we're gonna do so like you can say whatever you want but we're gonna do this and looking back at it now I can't imagine being our friends like anytime any of our friends leave Austin I'm I'm like heartbroken Mm -hmm. and so um it's just crazy to to think that we had all those relationships and then we were like you know what it's meant to be for us so bye and I don't regret leaving but you know it's just kind of like you gotta you gotta maintain those friendships and like go back and visit a lot but uh so what made you choose Austin we chose Austin (laughs) First, because of the weather, um, even okay, though yeah. now I'm here and I'm just like sweating my ass off yeah. all the time, but I, I don't care. I'd so much rather be warm. But um, absolutely, for us, we needed a city that was uh, active, yeah, and um, also didn't have a ton of competition, but also was large enough to support a business. And so when we were looking at cities, we kind of like picked out like four or five and one of them for example was Asheville North Carolina and <sighs> I'm from northern Maine and so for me to be on the east coast I was like green trees this is literally we went to see it and it was gorgeous and I'm not kidding you and Pat was like I think it's too small to open a business I Asheville? just cried I was like oh, this is my dream like I want to be here and I mean, obviously, I'm really happy with our decision, but um, we always joke. We're like, okay, fine. Let's just retire in Asheville or Dude, somewhere in North Carolina. That's, somewhere around there. So I have like two cities in America that I want to see, and one is Flagstaff, Arizona, and the second one is Asheville, North, North Carolina. And it's yeah. like my dream to go there. I want to go so bad, but it is pretty small. But it's surrounded by like, uh, is it a na- national fort? Or what am I? It's the Blue Ridge... Maybe I made that up. I can't remember. I'm really bad with names, apparently. Yeah. There's like tons of trees. It's fucking lush. It's also maybe part of the Appalachian. It's something crazy. I feel like I should know this. I know, because I've looked it up a million (laughs) times, but we all have mom brains. But it's like this. I thought the Appalachian Trail was on the other coast. No. Mm -mm. Sorry. That. No, you are definitely wrong. (laughs) She's from Maine. I know this for a fact. (laughs) Let me take all that questioning out of your brain. Yeah. Um, Anywho, yeah, it's just so pretty. 
And it's I need calm. to go. And, and that's, my husband and I say the same thing. We're like, well, maybe we'll just retire. Because we have this dream of opening up like a, I guess, like a bathhouse, kind of. Tell me more. Like, we went one time, we did a road trip to get pregnant with our first daughter. And we stopped in um, Oregon. And it was like this amazing, like, bathhouse kind of thing. Like, you walk in, you rent a thing, and it's like, a door opens and there's a hot tub. There's no roof because it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. And then there's like misters. So you're like outside in this amazing weather in this hot tub. And it's just like amazing. There's saunas. It's like this whole experience. It's kind of like um, if you go to like a hot springs. Yeah. It's the same kind of vibe, same kind of feel. And we do that often. And every time we go, we're like, this is what we, we're going to do when we get old. We're going to open up one of these. Um, but I guess you call them bath houses. It's like an old school term, mm-hmm. but that's our goal in Asheville, North Carolina is like Dang. on our radar cause it's small enough, but <laughs> yeah, probably not good for like a gym, like AO. It really is thriving here. Yeah. I, and it's uh, although I've never been, I, I don't know how it would do. I know that there are gyms that are successful there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think like that city, for example, grow like grew so fast and it's growing really fast I mean obviously same with Austin and so when we looked at the numbers then like the average age was higher in Asheville we wanted it Mm -hmm. to be lower because Mm -hmm. you know we just wanted to attract people who were just really focused on their health and fitness right so yeah that's kind of how we chose Austin we came to visit once and um like I feel like honestly when we when we drove away from the airport and we like landed on Cesar Chavez. I think the street was Cesar. We, uh, immediately were just like, mm-hmm. okay, this is where we're going to be. So it's it definitely got a, sight. it's got a feel to it. Like you For just sure. arrive in Austin. You're like, this is fucking badass. It's like amazing. it is lush, but it's also, it's like the, it's the smallest, were they a biggest little city or some shit like that where it's like Austin looks big, but it, it's so small and you see all the same people all the time. But the surrounding area is just so much to do and it's beautiful. It's got mm-hmm. good, good energy here for sure. Yeah. We love it. We're happy with it for sure. So how long did it take y'all to find a place to open a business? It did not take long. We were really lucky. We, um, we're also the type of people, or maybe I'm speaking for both of us. I'm the type of person for sure that if I see something and I'm like, okay, it's going to work. I don't even think about any other options. That's literally how, what happened with our house. We just bought a house. Not kidding you. I saw it on Sunday on my email. We went and looked at it and we put an offer in like the next morning. I was like, I don't want to know any other, what else is out there. So same thing happened with the business. We decided to take like, I don't know, three months, not off. I mean, I built the website and started to make connections with people and just say like, Hey, we're going to open this facility. This is what it's going to have. If you can use our services by any means, just let us know. Like, we'll volunteer. We'll do anything we can to just get our name out there. And so we wanted to take some time off and, you know, get a tan and ride our bikes and just explore the city. And that was such a fun time. Um, So I think we started looking at, like, in September, the end of September, and found a place within, like, a week or two. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome. We, um, we went away, we're cycling fans. So we like watched the tour de France. Our honeymoon was, we followed the tour de France. Like we're all into bikes. And, um, so we had gone to Richmond, Virginia, which is another amazing place. And, uh, to watch the world cycling championship race. 
And while we were there, after drinking all day long, we decided to... Pat had already passed out on the couch, by the way. (laughs) Um, He also had a piece of pizza just laying on the couch next to him that he didn't eat. Uh, Some midnight snack. He had already passed out, and I just signed the lease to the space without even, like, telling him. I was like, you know what? This is going to work, so let's just do it. And, uh, you know, it's just like when you know, you know type thing. For sure. It it worked out. And so where is the location? So we are off of East Riverside, um, east of I-35, not quite to Pleasant Valley. That's what I was trying to tell her. It's like Woodward and what's the cross? Willow Creek. Willow Creek. And oh. Riverside, yeah. Yeah. It's a brand new, I mean, I say brand new, but it's four years old now. Yeah. It's a four-year-old building. It it's gorgeous. Exist. Yeah. Um, just a big open space. What and are you next to? That bank. It's literally the only yeah. thing. I guess now there's businesses in that shopping center, but... Yeah, there's a Capital One off yeah. of East Riverside. We're behind it. Okay. Like, if you're driving on Old Tour for Riverside, you know that street Willow Run where it's, like, all those apartment complexes? Willow Creek. Willow Creek, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's If there. you drive to the end of that, it goes into our parking lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you could okay. take, like, go in our neighborhood, take Woodward and cross under the bridge, and you literally run directly into it if you just go straight that's how i would oh, get that's it. what i was talking about yeah See, i always get those streets confused <laughs> woodward yeah so it's not willow creek it's willow creek and woodward okay, okay, i don't yeah. know which one is yeah. which yeah <laughs> the woodward goes in here east to west willow creek north to south yes yep. okay See, you know, yeah, I've been here my whole life. So mm, yeah. yeah great yeah back <laughs> in the know, day yeah. i mean i've i went and rid, rode my bike in that it oh, used yeah. to be nothing there. We we rode bikes all the time, but I mean, not there was like, like that Tour little France. Mexican meat market and CC's Pizza. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was near there. Oh my God, CC's Pizza. We used to live um, off of Pleasant Valley, at you know those crazy apartment complexes that are like, yes, the, Metropolis. Uh, ma- yeah, yes, where all the like cool hipsters and like just. Really drug cool addicts. people. I was like, huge oh, drug addicts. Are you sure yeah. they're cool? No, it was <laughs> a season and it was need to get out of there. But yeah, so we were always riding our bike on the east side all the time. Like that's all we did because we were hooligans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy to see that there was nothing there. And then that shopping center just kind of popped up and then there was nothing really by you. Yeah, it's still a developing area for well, yeah. sure. I mean, mm-hmm. all those high rises now, I mean, shit. But- yeah. Chad, my ex, like that high rise that's on the corner of I-35 mm-hmm. and we like climbed the crane one night cause we're just insane. And I was like 18 and just being an idiot. But yeah. So like we like, I mean, it's, it's been a long time coming mm-hmm. and all then these they, buildings and what's the business that they just opened up over there on the East side. It's like huge. It brought Oracle, like, Oracle, Oracle yes, is going to be huge changing for the 8, East side. 8,000 employees. Yes. And then you have to build the apartments and high rises for them. And then. Dude, so that place honestly sketched me out when I saw it. It made me think of like some sort of like black mirror scenario. Cause it's like soup. You know what I mean? Like it was just like Oracle. Yeah. Like fucking giant. And I was like, Oracle. Oh my God. They're yeah, going to kill big. us. It's a bunch of robots. It's a, like, you drive by and it's like, it's, own thing yeah it's its own city yeah in itself but it, it's it's really i'm i'm pro just because we need like they've even when i was looking to live over there they're like you know the east side's really getting better it's really cleaning up and they say that every <laughs> year every all the time but places like yeah that our realtor who our commercial real realtor he um it's funny because we were looking at that space and 
nothing was in that building other than a barber. He he was opening his shop right when we were opening AO. And um, our realtor, Ben was his name, he was like, yeah, this this whole area is just booming. It is growing so fast. And at the time, I mean, I saw what looked like a hooker just like walking (laughs) down the driveway. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I think it's going to work. Like, I'm... Fingers crossed. Yeah. And I know the that they're still out. The guy with the camel? There used to be a guy that would have no. a camel come up and down oh, Riverside. No. What? Yeah. He would like offer camel rides and stuff. I would cool. never take a camel ride from somebody on the east side. Yeah, definitely not. But I mean, like, if you saw a camel, I mean, it was just cool. But I yeah, mean, I mean, it's keep definitely... Keep Austin weird. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, that's, they've been saying, it's really getting better. And like, it, it is very, very slowly. Um, yeah, because I mean, they still have the low-income apartments yeah. there. But I mean, mm-hmm. that's, we need that. Yeah, we need it. We need it mixed, and gentrification is very real. Yeah, but I'm pro. Yeah. I'm pro Oracle. It's working. Uh, we did get broken into like oh, the man. first, like I, I don't know, maybe our second or third week in business, and yeah. ultimately they just like broke a huge window because we have these giant windows in our building, and. Um, and it's funny because we get the alarm goes off and we get notification and I'm like freaking out. And then you think about it and I'm like, okay, are they going to steal a 50 pound dumbbell? Yeah. Like what are they yeah. really truly looking for? Yeah. I mean, obviously money, but it's a gym. We don't take cash. I mean, so they ultimately ended up taking like our iPad charger and oh my God. I was like, well, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you must have really so needed annoying. that charger. So now <laughs> I'm just like, I was really worried at the time, but now at the end of the day, I'm like, even if the area sucks, like they still can't really take that much from us. And if they truly yeah. want like a treadmill, then <laughs> more power to yeah. them. Luck. Yeah. I mean, good luck getting out. It's impressive. I don't know. They're and I mean, really four heavy. years ago, like there's still been a lot of construction since then. I mean, like, oh, yeah. I feel like four years ago, there wasn't like that entire area with all the like that new Walgreens and everything that wasn't here four years yeah. ago right across what's the street it, what's that street? Amelie, South Shore yeah, yeah yeah I used to work under the Amley at oh, Draft yeah. Pick I heard it closed oh, down though yeah yeah huh. that place was a shithole so gross yeah <laughs> no I was yeah, like I'm sorry Draft Pick yeah. <laughs> we had 100 Texas beers on tap <laughs> super gross but that street what is that street called it's called like a like Lakeshore. Yeah. It's like its own thing now, like mm-hmm. Lakeshore Little Village. But I honestly, I hear that in that Lakeshore area, a lot of crime happens, like a shit ton. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, there's still a homeless population there. I mean, it's all yeah. on the river. Like, it's yeah. not really, like, super supervised. It's like, come and, to Oracle, where you're yeah. safe in our culty building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do I they th- do at Oracle? Do you it's like know? it's got to be tech. tech software something. Yeah, robots. Build a bunch of robots and come out. Maybe that camel is a robot. Hopefully, hopefully somebody's <laughs> listening and they can tell us yeah. more about Oracle. <laughs> my husband, my husband's a tech guy, and he's the one who told me about Oracle. It's the only reason I know what the name is. I don't know what they do, but yeah, he's really into it. But I bet that was really expensive to fix that huge window. Does like insurance handle that, or did you have to pay for like a? insurance we paid some yeah yeah you just it's funny because I like texted our landlord I was like hey we got broken into and he's like cool figure it out oh because you own it yeah no we don't own it I wish we owned it but apparently in the lease everything structurally is covered besides the windows Mm. and I was like damn I didn't know this damn it so yeah we paid for it I mean it doesn't matter it's over 
I mean, that's why like our gravel, we don't have any big rocks here because it's all fucking glass around us. (laughs) Oh yeah, smart. One breaks. That's why also my husband doesn't want to rent it out because he's like, dude, one glass breaks. Yeah, but you can, if like for Airbnbs, you can charge for that. Yeah. I mean, like you can do it through the Airbnb and you know, whatever they'll cover cost and maintenance. I mean, legally they have to not Airbnb, but the person, I mean, you can charge. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay. So y'all found y'all's place while your husband was passed out with pizza. Yep. That <laughs> happened. Y'all. Oh, oh, I think Abby might be pouring shots yeah. of tequila. Oh. She's Jones in all this Oracle camel talk. <laughs> We're boring her. <laughs> Freaking me I out. Need tequila. <laughs> you bitches are crazy. No, honestly, Gentry woke up three times last night, and I'm really fucking tired, and my brain like isn't working. Like earlier, when you were telling me three times to like do an example for something, and I just like didn't get it it's because I'm exhausted. And so, I feel like this might help. Cheers. Does your daughter yeah. sleep? Um, most of the time. But I'm telling you that she just turned two, and this is after a year. The first year, I would basically like sleep with her in the bed and oh my god I got mono I mean last year was like pretty rough and it's funny because I was just in like straight up zombie mode like trying to run the business trying to see clients and we don't have a nanny or a daycare for her so we're like okay let's just do what we have to do like stick her on the boob and stick her in the bed with us and like Pat would sleep on the couch and then we had kind of a moment where I was like, hey, um, I'm going to go out and I'm not coming home till like two in the morning. So figure it out. And so from that point on, he put her in the crib and it was the best night ever. Yes. I mean, I probably felt like crap the next day, but it was so worth it. And she's been in the crib ever since. Man, it's such, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like yeah. the best yeah. thing ever. <laughs> like, that's so yeah. great. She's in her own crib. That's fucking fantastic. <laughs> oh no. That's how, no, no, really. Like, I mean, I co-slept with my daughter till she was like seven months i just chase her we have a juice, <laughs> juice box, box. Oh, do i not have i'm like, into this i don't know if we can oh, oh yeah that. usually i have like lime and stuff but you know we're back in construction mode over here so i don't really have Slackin'. anything i know i know i'm a terrible host good okay cheers cheers thanks girls cheers but we, I would just do the same thing, stick my boob in her mouth. I'm like, well, we need to sleep. go back to sleep. Like, we're just right. doing this. And then my husband would be in one bed and I'd be in another bed because we would just not be getting any sleep. And yeah, we had a moment. I was like, all right, we need to get back in the same fucking bed and mm-hmm. we, need to, we need to do this. And then you have your sanity back a little bit. And, and you're not getting kicked. And like, <sighs> then you have your second kid. <laughs> and you know what? They sleep so much better too. Yep. They really they like, they thrive with it. They mm-hmm. love that space. And that's when they... They grow. It's when, yeah. they're, when they're getting good sleep, you know? Yeah, self-soothing. Dude, it's a skill. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Every time if she, like, wakes up in the middle of the night and has, she'll, like, wake up and be like, Mommy, Daddy. And I'll wake up and be like, self-soothe practice. <laughs> and she'll do it. And I'm like, yes, good job. Yeah. You tell um, her that or you just wait? No, I okay. think that. Yeah, yeah. Just in that creepy it. voice. I yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she probably hears it and understands it. It's yeah. probably time for her to go back to bed and mm-hmm. stop yelling for us. Because mm-hmm. mom and daddy ain't coming. <laughs> yeah. And like, <laughs> figure it out. We have to wake up at you know, 5, 4.15 in the morning for work. And yeah. um, so if she wakes up at 2 in the morning, literally what we'll process in my brain is like, oh my God, I only have two more hours of sleep. 
It's the worst feeling ever. It's horrible. And then you ultimately don't go back to sleep because you're just stressed out about the lack of sleep you're about to have. I know. (laughs) I have to wake up in two hours and I have to go back to sleep, but I can't go back to sleep because I'm thinking about it. It's just cycle, man. So tell us about your classes. So we have a lot of classes. I mean, um, we have all functional training. And so everything we do at AO is pre-programmed. I mean, there's a lot of different variation class class. For example, like our fit class is kind of like the the staple class and it changes all the time. And um, then we have a strength class, a speed class, and those are very specific. So strength, you just lift some heavy weights. Speed, mm-hmm. you pretty much just move quickly. And a power class, which combines the two. And then um, I personally coach a pre and postnatal yeah. class. Yeah. So, so tell us about that. Yeah, so pre and postnatal, honestly, since... Way to be super fucking loud. 10-gallon <laughs> jug of your bed. Just need a refill. Um, so honestly, I feel like when the day I became pregnant, um, in the fitness industry, I just kind of had issues with like, okay, my body is changing. I can't control it. Mm-hmm. I am eating out like really, really well. I'm not drinking, so clearly like I'm doing the right thing. And... Um, my body just, you know, as you know, your body just changes and you can't control it. And I felt horrible. And I just, mm-hmm. I mean, I was sick and just waking up super early and coaching. And so damn. ultimately I was like, I have to come up with a solution. I have to learn like how to get through this. And so yeah. I started studying a lot more about like, okay, what's like the healthiest way to train when you're pregnant and, um, you know, what will make me feel better? I was always just kind of comparing myself to what I was doing previously right. and competing. I mean, not saying that our, our gym is not competitive, but deep down I'm always competing. Um, so if you work out next to me, just yeah. know I'm trying to lift heavier than you yeah. faster. And so I always felt like I was competing and just never getting the results that I wanted. So ultimately I was like, okay, I have to study this and learn it. So I did a bunch of certifications and um, started to you know really hone in on pre and postnatal because I don't feel like those resources are out there for everybody. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's definitely like pre and postnatal yoga and that just wasn't my style. Like I wanted to like sweat and and feel like I just accomplished something. And, um, so I would say like, that's kind of the beginning of it and like learning how I went through it and like what injuries I had and trying to like work through like, okay, if you have symphysis pubis, like don't do these exercises. And what is that? So it's when like your pubic bone separates just a little more than it should and it's kind of uncomfortable it's really yeah. uncomfortable actually is it like during childbirth or it's um, no leading up to it oh leading up yeah okay. um just pressure mm-hmm. so if you touch your pubic bone it's outrageously painful and so I was like dealing with that and I'm like what am I doing wrong like I'm doing everything right and it's just something as simple as like oh we'll just squat with your legs closer together or try to avoid single leg lunges and if I wouldn't have actually gone through it myself or studied it and, you know, you get certifications, but I feel like they don't really, they're not practical until you actually go through it. And so ultimately like postpartum going through it all and, uh, getting back into work, I was like, okay, I've been through this only once, but I know what it's like. And I think like it became a passion to just be able to relate with women. I feel like this is also my fault, but I feel like I was alone a lot during my pregnancy. Like nobody at the gym could really relate to mm-hmm. me. They hadn't had kids yet. Mm-hmm. And maybe if they did, they were just kind of like, well, you're the coach, so yeah. you should know. Yeah. And um, so I feel like I just was like, all right, I need to create an environment where 
women pregnant or postpartum can like come in and just feel like they're not alone. And like women will come in and we'll have a great workout, but the whole time they're like, I feel like shit. And I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Like this is normal. Or like, you know, just the most random symptoms. Like, hey, do you ever have a lightning like up your vagina? And it's like, this Mm -hmm. is okay. This is exactly what's happening. And rather than just like, oh God, I don't know what this is. And you're terrified. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so it's a workout and a community. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It started as training. So I just do one-on-one and then, um, now I have classes. And so we only have two classes a week. Um, and honestly, the majority of the people who come to the classes are my clients. Mm-hmm. But if you're a client, I let you come to the classes for free. And it's great because they all just like talk about like what they're going through mm-hmm. together. So Which moms need. Yeah. Need so it takes much. a village. We, we totally do. Especially like right at the very beginning of pregnancy and then right at the very beginning of postpartum. And mm-hmm. I feel like you're, those are just such vulnerable times. I mean, the blues, you know, we all get them or, yeah. uh, to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. And um, especially like pre part or right when you get pregnant, like the first like 12 weeks when you aren't showing for me, that was by far the hardest time. I was like, cause what you know, you're happening? pregnant, mm-hmm. but nobody else knows you're pregnant. Yeah. And then you just feel it, like shit. I feel I, horrible. Yeah, yeah. My midwife said it like, it feels like a, like a nuclear war is going off in your body. Like everything's changing so mm-hmm. hardcore and it's intense and you're not, were you sick at all? Oh yeah. Yeah. I was the same way oh, with yeah. my daughter. I was so, miserable. Yeah. I would like, so we lived in this apartment complex. My husband and I would leave to go to work together and we'd walk down this insanely long hallway to get to the parking garage. And like, we still joke about it, but like I would, we would leave the house and drive to work together and like start working. And we wouldn't even talk to each other because I was like, if you speak, I'll throw up. Mm -hmm. Like just the sound of your voice makes me sick. (laughs) I actually told one of my best friends once, I was like, you need to stop talking because it's making me want to like throw up. She just was like, (laughs) she just like started laughing. I was like, your voice is nauseating. Dude, it's so so real miserable. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll never forget it. Um, so yeah, you're sick and, and it's funny because after we told everybody at the gym, we like made an announcement (laughs) after class one day, we're like, Hey, we're having a baby. And then like four people came out to me and they're like, that's why you were not working out so hard. And they were like, I knew it. Cause you would complain that it smelled bad in here. It's like, okay, well, yeah. yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember comes out. The, I guess the last AO class I went to, um, you were pregnant and it was like super hot in there. And you were like, Pat, turn on the heat. I'm dying. And then it just felt so good. And I was like, turn on the so- air. What I say, heat? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The, the air conditioning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it, then it felt amazing. And I was like, I'm so glad you're pregnant, Brittany. Cause I was like, <laughs> I didn't know why I was dying. And yeah, it was great after that. <laughs> yeah. Working in a gym when you have outrageous like senses and you're, you can smell everything. Oh, God. oh my gosh. Like the yeah. towels. Yeah. I was just like, I'm, I'm going to be sick. Were you sick just in the first trimester or? First trimester. I mean, up until like. 16 weeks yeah. I was sick and I remember the very first day because I didn't know what to expect I mean I was like I'm pregnant okay cool now what and um I remember the very first time I got morning sickness I sat down I had like just woken up and I was like all right gonna go do my morning pee and I sat on the toilet and was like uh oh like I feel sick mm. and I was like no this is the beginning and it 
totally was the beginning. That's so fucked up because like you feel sick and you, so you don't want to eat anything, but you have to, eat, you have yeah. to eat oh, yeah. and nothing sounds good. And then you probably just throw up what you eat and then you have to eat again <laughs> because then you're going to get sick again because you don't have food in your stomach. It's like a vicious, vicious yeah. cycle. It's hard work being pregnant. I went to, so I went to a, a therapist cause I was like having serious body ish, issues with, um, the whole pregnancy. And, um, she was like, well, I think a big part of your problem is like you have to sleep more. So I think like waking up at 5 a.m. is not really an option for you. Mm. And I wanted to be like, bitch, you know how hard it is for me to get up at 5 a.m. Yeah. I know. I run a business. Like, I get this. I know I shouldn't do this, but I have to. Yeah. What other and option do yeah, you have? I was like, I just, there are no other options. So plan B, tell me because... You There's know what? No That's terrible advice to tell a pregnant person and a mom. <laughs> a mom, you need more sleep. It's like no shit. Yeah, we all need fucking sleep. Like it's just never gonna happen, lady. So let's find another solution. No matter how early I can go to bed, I still have to wake up that early. So yeah, but it was a process. But that's cool because I. I, so I've been to you a couple times, a long, long, long time ago, um, at your first place. I actually haven't been to your new place, which looks amazing. So she was in a shopping center and you started out renting one of the spaces there. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where I went a few times and I like fucking loved it. It was so great. Cause I also am very competitive and Mm -hmm. I'm always compete, even though it's not like really a competition at all. But it is a competition, and I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I left feeling like like I wanted to die, and that's what I like to feel like. <laughs> like at the, Honestly, at the, I don't want to, like, yoga doesn't do it oh, for yeah, me, because no. I'm like, me either. okay, so, like, what next? Like, when am I going to lift really fucking heavy and, yeah. like, go hardcore? And I like to feel like my body's just fucking done yeah, at the end of a workout exactly. like jelly it's yeah. so yeah and it's it's hard to find places like that I recently um after having my second kid we we're going to Mexico and I was like I just need to lose some weight so I'm gonna sign up for Orange Theory and I signed up for like 30 days and canceled which was the plan <laughs> and um it was great because you could see everyone's like heart rate and so I was like competing the whole time which you're really not competing but um at the end of it I was like okay, like, I could jog home right now, like, I still have so much energy, like, I, yeah, I feel like superwoman, dude, I just, I really, really fucking love working out, and I really like feeling like I'm, I want to come home and just, like, die on the bed, yeah, Mm -hmm. and, like, start all over the next day, because you wake up feeling great, and everything about it, so I really love that about your classes, is, like, you feel like you're gonna die, (laughs) and it's really, really, really great, in the best way, in the best, best way, I'm like, we're already getting comments, or, people are like, well, your website makes it look really intimidating. And I'm like, okay, wait, wait, time out. What? It's so personal. Like, yes, if, if you're at a station and you're like, you know what? I feel like picking up 10 pound dumbbells today, then do it. If yeah. you're like, I want to pick up sixties and your form is okay, then we'll let you. But I mean, I don't know. I just, one thing with AO is like, we always are very specific on like, okay, if your form looks good and you feel like going for it, great. But if it sucks, we're going to tell you to dial it down. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to push you. I mean, Pat, my husband, he's a great coach and he's like also Mr. Motivator. And so what he'll do is just look at you and be like, heavier, you go mm-hmm. heavier, you go heavier. And so a lot of the girls specifically are like, oh gosh, I can't. And then they do it and then they, they feel can. like the most like awesome you know you feel badass when you just like do something that you're like oh I've never done this before like a pull-up I mean 
Oh yeah, we don't do them. You know, they're just like seen as a like you've never done one challenging thing ever. I don't do them. I have upper body strength. It's not like you need to let me. I have an injury in my shoulder, so well, let me also call my chiropractor and see if I'm allowed. But I think this is what I'm here for. Yeah, I need to go back. Um, I think personal is a really good word for your gym because I mean it is. I was looking at the website last night and you said boutique gym. right yeah Mm -hmm. and that's I think what people are kind of leaning more towards now like that one-on-one personal community feel like especially in an era of like social media and Facebook everything's just out there and it's it's a fake community it's so annoying it is it's the worst and sometimes it's hard like having a business and you have to be on social media all the time Mm -hmm. it's rough but yeah going to your gym it's like everyone's so nice and it is, I mean, the workouts are really great, but you can always go at your own pace and you feel comfortable and you can ask questions. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I actually, before I did Orange Theory, I told Olivia, I was like our mutual friend who goes to your gym all the time. Who is my now prenatal training client. And yes. she's amazing and very strong. And it's, I'm very proud of her. She is amazing. <laughs> but I asked her, I was like, okay, I'm going to sign up for AO. I'm just going to pay for the full year in full because I'm going to go all the time. Because I was like so committed. And I have always wanted to go back. Um, but then when I looked at the schedule, I was like, shit. Literally no times for me is available because school. Yeah. It's it's, it's a weird thing, like, when you drop your kids off at school and you're like, I have this very small window. But then yeah. again, like, you know, y'all have to take breaks. You can't, you know. You're We're pre- not breaking, but I know what you mean, and especially now that I have a kid. Yeah. Like, literally, I'll be like, which gym can I go to? And I'm just like, okay, no, 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 I can't go to another gym. Yeah. I have to go to my own gym. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because I feel like if I wouldn't have had a kid, I would have no idea what you're – how you feel, but mm-hmm. I totally do. And so like, that's why we try, like we're changing our schedule a lot. Um, we are making some changes. So <laughs> heads up. Well, I'm in the, on the schedule. Yeah. Um, but you know, like for my pre and postnatal, for example, I'm like, okay, what time works for you? Like I will come in whenever. And so, you know, it's, we're always changing. We're always trying to see like kind of what our clients are looking for. Um, but you just, can't make everybody happy no. which is frustrating yeah. but we're still growing so yeah. it's like hey like if we do 7 30 p.m classes like who's gonna come and is it gonna be Fucking worth it me well be- open your eyes to our schedule soon. I, well, I was checking again <laughs> last night and like because summertime's also weird because kids are out of school this whole schedule changes and so many people leave yeah how do people well leave? because people aren't from here and so they so go annoying. home and visit family and yeah we're where would you want to go <laughs> other than Austin? Um, <laughs> honestly, when you got pregnant, I was really excited and gl- for you also, but also Aww. for me because then I was like, yes, she's going to like, she knows how it is to be a mom now and there's going to be classes geared towards that. And um, yeah, when I looked, it was just like, shit, that's bedtime. If there was one class just a little bit later after bedtime and I could leave my husband, with, yeah. you know? <laughs> we get it. Yeah, yeah, you do get it. And it's growing and it's evolving. And I know you've changed sometimes and I'm always checking because I, I want to, like I said, I want to come back. Well, we'd love to have you. So, so, okay, for postnatal, is that like, you know, like how long would you yeah. say is postnatal? Is that like forever? It's funny because... They'll ask. I do have clients who have, I mean, a, one has a one-year-old, and she's like, when are you going to, like, kick me out? And it's like, honestly, never. Like, I don't care if you're postnatal five years. Mm-hmm. Like, 
if you've been through it, then you probably have some things that we got to work on. Pelvic floor strength, Mm -hmm. if you've had any diastasis. I mean, there are so many things that we do in the pre-slash-postnatal class that is good for everybody. I mean, pre-postnatal, I would recommend for all of my clients to come to just because it teaches you how to breathe right and, like, use your core right and also, like, I don't know, get stronger in those positions. And so when I define postnatal, it's honestly whenever. Mm-hmm. I Definitely, like, if you're still nursing, you're, of course, included in postnatal Um I think for them, they're more just like, I don't want to be the person with the oldest kid. And it's like, look, I consider myself postnatal. Our daughter just turned two. I don't care. Like, things still aren't right. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, and will they ever be? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, I don't know. There's no defined time. Yeah. So do you think, are your not um, like pre and postnatal classes, do pregnant people go to those too? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. They do, and so if I ever see anybody doing something that I wouldn't recommend, it literally, like, I'm like, stop, and <laughs> I'll just, like, stop you right away, yeah. and they're probably, they probably don't like it, but um, I don't know. I don't want anybody ever coming to my gym and, like, hurting themselves, right. pregnant or not, um, but I'm also, like, such a nerd about it, so I'm just like, if you keep doing that and you don't breathe, it increases intra-abdominal print, and <laughs> I'll just, like, give them a huge, like, lecture, and they're like, okay, I won't. <laughs> do it anymore so they definitely come I mean we have girls who are members of the gym and they don't come to pre-postnatal classes or they haven't been a pre-postnatal client they've just been coming to the gym for so long that they just feel comfortable with all of our coaches and so um, all of our coaches know what to and what not to do with pre-postnatal so they're all really intelligent and they I don't know I think we're all just really cautious Mm -hmm. Um, I mean that's a good way to be yeah, like, better be cautious than just be like, I don't know, maybe you can handle it. And yeah. then like somebody get super hurt. So, yeah, because yeah. a lot of pregnant people do like strenuous stuff on their stomach muscles and they don't realize that it can like literally tear yeah. and like oh, be yeah. a lifelong thing. Yeah. And like one of the most frustrating things, in my opinion, is when you see somebody postnatal and they're like two weeks out and they're like, hey, I just went and did this CrossFit gym and I feel amazing mm. or whatever. They just, I just went and ran 12 miles. Like, I don't oh my care God, what, who what, can do that? what it is, yeah. but like, you <laughs> know, no. and it just, it honestly makes me so nervous for them. Like, yeah, if you feel good now, like you might be pissing yourself in like two months because you can still cause so much damage. And mm-hmm. so you just have to be like, you have to heal and you have to like be really smart about it. Whenever anybody's postnatal, I always pretty much like put them on like the reverse program so like what they were doing at 39 weeks pregnant that's what they're allowed to do at like four weeks then five weeks is 38 you know they have to like slowly progress out of it yeah so So. our midwife actually like after birth she tells us to stay down for two weeks and like for me that was super frustrating because I'm not like a person Mm. that like can you please go get me a glass of water? Can you please bring me some food? Like, I'm just, I'll be like, I'll just fucking go get it. Like, just let me do it myself. And so she was like, bed rest. Like, you have to stay down because your uterus is shrinking and it's super heavy. And like, yeah, you can cause lifelong damage to your, what is it? Your, your, I don't know, your bladder, I guess, right? Like all your female parts. Yeah, yeah. Your core, everything. It can shrink and it can like settle in a different spot that's not correct. Mm -hmm. And then later in life, like years later, it can really affect you. And yeah. I mean, it's like the American way to like get up and go. Yeah. Like just had a baby. Go Nothing to happened. Fucking grocery yeah. Store. Yeah. yeah. No tearing. So I'm great. Yeah. yeah. Mm, and no. that's what you, and it's, I get it too. It's like 40 weeks of like, and then you like feel like a 
fat cow and you're like, I just want to work out and my, my old body back. But like yeah. one, it's not your old body. It's a new body. Totally. You don't know much about it. And I'm the same way when people start running and working now, I'm always like, ah, oh, you know, you should just rest more rest yeah. and then like start slowly. Cause it's, it's very serious. If there's any time in your life to like just practice healing, it's totally then mm-hmm. 100%. But so if you're a member of like AO and do the classes, can you also, or is that included the pre and postnatal included, or is that a separate membership? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to figure out, I say we, I'm trying to figure out like what's going to happen next. I mean, I have a lot of girls that are like, please bring childcare. And as much as I would totally love to have that, it's like, okay, what are the logistics like insurance? And then if somebody Mm -hmm. else is here, do they really truly, if they don't have kids, do they want a kid screaming in the room and then like what do moms want like do moms really want to come in and work out and hear their kid yeah. crying in the room or you know there no. are just so <laughs> many yeah uh, there are so many options to go about it and I know like we'll come up with something that works it's just um honestly like the whole pre and postnatal thing it's less than two years old and and now I feel like okay this is like my like this is what I'm gonna do this is my duty besides yeah running the business, it's like, okay, this is the one other service I'll provide and it's all pre and postnatal. And so it's just like, okay, how can we make everybody yeah. Yeah. happy and like and aware you, that it's there? Yeah. And you can't, you can't I make know. everybody happy, but you want to. Yeah. And that's what like, I mean, we were j- talking to Olivia and all like, I was like, oh my God, I hope they have childcare so I can come. But it's like, but really like I don't want you to have childcare because I, I don't want to fucking work out. Like if we were outside where they could run around I don't know I feel so like it would be a different I love, vibe like I go to the Y and they have childcare there yeah it has all these windows right so you can see in but it's separated enough so if you walk by the window and you're looking in like you can see your kids but they can't they see, can't you. see you That's and I best. can't hear shit like you know I'm like <laughs> over taking class or you know like working out on a treadmill or you know whatever and like it's just it's peaceful but like it, I don't know it's like one large space right so you probably don't have yeah, we don't have like room. Number one, or, we don't have the funds that the YMCA yeah. has. Um, oh yeah, but, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's a big open space. Yeah. we have some offices like where massage or chiropractic treatments go mm-hmm. on, but there's no ceilings. I mean, yeah. you know, we'd have to definitely modify the entire sh- yeah. structure. Yeah. at and, the end of the day. And then, how often are people actually going to bring their kids? I don't you know. know like, yeah. See, and what's great about the community is that like some of the girls have worked together where they share a babysitter now mm-hmm. so they're like oh. okay you drop your kid off at my house and we'll both come to class together and so like for me I'm like yes let's do more of that yes. so then I don't have to worry about right. it that's, it takes a village that's, and that's genius how it totally. and yeah, that, it's even, great. you could be like drop your kids off you go do the five o'clock class and then we switch and then I'll go to the next class yeah that's what the husbands need to do. Yeah. They need to come to the class and then you switch out the, yeah. right. you know, the roles and then right. you get to take class. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. I'm sorry. I guess we, I wanted to clarify. So like if you only wanted to do pre and postnatal, is that just a regular membership or is that a separate membership? It's separate. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not big enough yet. I only offer two classes uh-huh. and so it's completely separate. There's not okay. enough of them to make it an unlimited. Okay. Um, but if you're a training client, like if you come once, if you have an active training package, then you can take the classes for free. So basically what you would pay for one training session a week, you also get two other additional classes. Okay. So that's the benefit of doing that. How much is a, is a class for the pre and postnatal? So drop-ins 
range between 15 to 20. And drop-in is like just come in for that one day yeah. at one class? Yeah. So we do packages, and then you can do your first class. It's always free. So um, if you do like a five-pack, for example, then they're average to be, I think, like 16 mm-hmm. a nice. session. Yeah. I used to, back in the back in the day when I was younger and poorer, I used to think that was so like, it's like, oh, it's so expensive. And then you look other places and you're like, oh, no, this is like I know, what everything is. industry yeah. standard. It is. I mean, 20 to 25. And even yeah. in Chicago, like training hours, like just a session is up to $200 now. Jeez. Damn. I know. It's incredible. And That's it's funny because when we moved to Austin, we were like, we're going to charge this insane amount of money. And then I was like, oh. No, we're not. Yeah. yeah. No, we're not at all, actually. Let's refocus <laughs> on our financial model. <laughs> um, yeah. So how long have you been in your new space? Did y'all just outgrow the first space? Yep. Totally outgrew it. And so basically we just convinced the landlord to make a deal with the people who were in the space that we wanted mm-hmm. to like offer them a different space. Um, they weren't large enough and they were a small law firm. So they were all about it. And we were all about it. They were happy to get out of the lease. And so it really just worked out pretty smoothly. Um, And so we've been in the new space for about a year and a couple months. Nice. Yeah, it's great. It's gorgeous. I feel like we're already outgrowing. Really? We've outgrown it, though. That's great. The pictures are amazing. It's a good problem to have. But also, at the end of the day, I'm like, we should have got a bigger space. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't know until you know. And it would suck to have a too big space and then it's always good to be a little uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and then like Mm -hmm. then you make that step yeah okay so we have some questions from our listeners (laughs) (laughs) tell us a little bit about (laughs) your favorite gym member olivia r <laughs> Let me tell you about Olivia. This is, this is just an anonymous question. Yeah. Yeah. It's from some, some really listener. We just need to know who your favorite <laughs> member is yeah. and why. Uh, you just put those words right in my mouth. My favorite <laughs> member, Olivia, uh, is pregnant and adorable and awesome. And she always has low back pain. And it's funny because now that she's pregnant, she doesn't have low back pain. Oh my no God. I'm like, man, that means you were meant to be pregnant. Yes. You were meant to be a mom. It's like a sign. And um, she's also the type of pregnant lady who's like, I love being pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of want to punch her, but I won't ever do that. (laughs) I'm like, why are you not sick? Come on. So, yeah, she's amazing. Um, And uh, she also gives me great Airbnb advice because we just opened an Airbnb. So what else do you want to know about Olivia? (laughs) How, I guess that was it. She, <laughs> we just wanted to know that she was, we just want a confirmation that she was your favorite just for her. She's, yeah. yeah. She's sure. the one who introduced us and who brought me to AO and she loved it and went all the time. And she is like a perfect pregnant person. She doesn't yeah. have sickness and she's like, I feel She like was sick, but. For like not, a hot minute, yeah. but she's like, I feel bad. That's not sick. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. I, so with my firstborn, um, I was sick up until I gave birth. Oh God. Like it was fucking miserable. I used to have to set my alarm every like two hours in the middle of the night to wake up and eat or I would be puking. And sometimes I would eat and then I would puke and then I would have to re-eat and then I'd go back to bed and I would have a two hour alarm for the next session. And that was like early on first trimester. It was really, really, really miserable. And then it kind of just 
wasn't as bad. And I think the longest I went was 10 days without puking until like 36 weeks. Oh my So gosh. I was the same as you. I'm like, oh, oh. great. You're having a great pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And you just want to like kill them. Yeah. I was the type that like, I didn't have <coughs> basically like anything regular with my body. So when it came time to get pregnant, we just kind of like, I don't know if it's going to work. Let's just see what happens. And it worked. And when I went to the doctor, they were like, so when was the last day of your mission? I was like, I, 10 years ago. I don't even know like whenever. And she was like, oh, well, let's see how pregnant you are. And I was like, fingers crossed. It's like 12 weeks. And she was oh like, God. oh, you're four, maybe Ugh. four. And I was like, <laughs> just like devastated Ugh. like I had so many more weeks yeah it's terrible it seems like a lifetime and then like l- looking back on it you're like it just went by like a flash yeah, your like, daughter's too shit. yeah I know and I'm like oh I would pr- you know I would think about doing that again and yeah. at the time I was like <laughs> hell no like literally that was this, this, yeah yes. same with mine the first birth that I had I was like I'm never fucking doing this ever again because no. it was unmedicated in the hospital and that just situation was really hard and weird and but yeah I did it again. You did it. <laughs> yeah. And you do. And it was fine. And it was great. And I loved it. And I would do it again just for the birth experience. But oh my gosh. I don't want another baby right now. Well, yeah. her second one, she had a home birth. Yeah. So it was, and it was completely compl- yeah. different. It was so got much it. better. Hmm. Yeah. People just weren't fucking with me all no. the time. And got to, like, I didn't even call my midwife until I was like 10 centimeters. What? Well, like, I mean, I like to get over, I just didn't realize because like I was in like denial that I was yeah. even in labor. She was like, it could just be Braxton Hicks. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> and then I was like, holy shit, it's getting way more intense. And then by the time she got there, she was like, you're complete and you're about to push out a baby. So it was like 20 minutes later, I had a baby. Dang. And I was like, well, I'm glad you made it. <laughs> Deep down, we also yeah. want to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Dude, I mean, yeah. do it at home where nobody's there. Like my their dad was sleeping. My other kid was asleep. Oh my so I gosh. was just like in my, like doing it like There's by myself. So fucking peaceful it's in your own space. Yeah. And you don't have a million doctors coming yes. in and saying all these things, sticking their hands up your vagina. Like, yeah. And you don't know why they're doing it. Yeah. You're just like, we well, got to do this. And they're using terms. You're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I feel scared. Yeah. Should I be scared? It's, <laughs> it's really bright. Yeah. It's sterile. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had two home births, so I just, the whole, that scene freaks me out a little bit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Okay, so that was my next question, though. Do you want any more kids? Yes. Just not right now. Do you have, like, an age that you're waiting for? Or? Now. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, when you were pregnant, sure. when you were pregnant, um, okay, so... Olivia R. Um, <laughs> the <next> question. favored <laughs> member, <laughs> premium member at AO. Um, she, I know you had like told her that you're pregnant earlier mm-hmm. and she might have like only told me and she was like, okay, I'm just like, I'm not supposed to tell you. I have to tell one person and you're that person. I know you guys don't talk. So just don't rat it her out. Don't put it on social media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I had come to a class and I knew that you were pregnant and like of course I didn't say anything because I'm such a good friend <laughs> you should but, have I wouldn't have felt so alone <laughs> like please help well, so we were, had just started trying um to have a second kid and I was like so excited because I was like oh my god we're gonna be pregnant together mm-hmm. and I didn't know that with the second kid it was gonna take a whole fucking year oh my so gosh. like you had already had your kid and then I was like no, why does that happen pregnant. yeah then I pop up pregnant <laughs> surprise <laughs> but I remember that class when you turned the AC on and 
I was like, I just want to tell her that we're trying, and I just want to, like, we're going to be pregnant together. I'm so excited. I just, like, got the goosebumps. But, yeah, it just didn't happen. Yeah, and it's funny how we don't share that information. And it's like, why does it have to be so secret? Like, clients will ask me, and I'm like, okay. I mean, if you really want to know, like, yeah, I'm trying. And... I mean, it's not working. So, like, do you have any resources for me? Because, like, I'll take whatever advice you have. But, and I think, like, there's just that, like, oh, you can't say anything until you're 12 weeks pregnant. It's like, I, I understand, yeah. like, maybe I wouldn't tell my mom in case, like, anything was to happen. I don't want her to be well, upset. Like, but maybe you don't announce it on social media. Yeah. So no, you don't have to deal sure. with all, like, I'm so sorry for your loss. Because yeah. that's shit, like, I cannot. But at the same time, you want that. You don't want to go through it alone. Well, yeah. You no, know, no, like, yeah. if you have a miscarriage or something, it's like, you should tell people if you're excited. And then if something happens, then you'll have your people to yeah, like go through support. it with. Absolutely. Yeah. I've definitely, I've had a few clients who've gone through that. And, um, it's devastating and like like to see them they're just like everything's gonna be okay everything's fine and it's like yeah but you're totally alone right now like your your husband understands what you're going through but can't physically Mm -hmm. feel it and you know it's just it's uh sad that they have to go through that and um and you still have all the hormones like you're pregnant like it's it's a whole thing (laughs) juice abby's pouring juice boxes totally it's good it's so good yeah oh i can't wait till our kids can like Pour a shot and like mix their juice boxes. <laughs> Honey, go get me another shot. I mean, that's one of my personal mom goals. What about you guys? My husband is like training our daughter to like go into the fridge and grab a can of Miller Lite and bring it to him. And then she'll say like, not for babies. And he's like, yeah, you got it. You're right. She's not quite there yet, but she understands it's not for babies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's part of parenthood. It's like, having fun with it and like oh, yeah. training your kids to oh, do yeah. shit like that. I mean, that. shit. I used to, my, I would ask my dad for sips of wine and one night I asked him for like a few too many. And so like, there's a story that he tells, but I come and sit down next to him. And this is like after I drank his entire fucking glass of wine without oh, wow. him like realizing it. And so I was like, daddy, the TV's spinning. And he was like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> How old are yeah. you? Like four or five. Oh, yeah, I was young. Yeah, That's but I like, loved wine. I was like, it's like really spicy grape juice. <laughs> you loved it? It's a good shit. Dude, usually young kids are like, like hate it until they get older. I don't know. I probably thought it was cool because like he was doing it. And then I was like, it's like for adults only. Also, your dad drinks wine. That's so like sophisticated. <laughs> well, he My drinks Ice House regularly. So it's <laughs> Ice House. <laughs> it's like fucking 6% tall boy like yeah. shit beer. Oh, it's beer? It's called Ice House, yeah. Ice House. Oh. It's like pretty much like Natty like Light, Paps. but like Paps. way more alcoholic. Oh. Yeah. I'd equate it to Natty Light. Way more Light. effective. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You get a six pack. Actually, one of the first times that I got drunk in high school was with that, and I was fucking wasted because it was like so much alcohol in one of those beers, and usually it's like 3% if you're drinking Keystone, which is what we used to drink. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah. <laughs> I have a bad... Yeah, 6% is like the real deal. Yeah. So anyway. So that's what you grew up on. This is Abby. (laughs) No, no. no, (laughs) Grew up on. (laughs) Ice House and Natty Light. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm going to cheers. Let's cheers. Cheers. Cheers Cheers me. I'm in. Oh, it's so brutal. (laughs) My yerba mate. (laughs) (laughs) so okay I know you have a lot of qualifications and certifications what all are I mean I don't know what's your resume like what do you oh gosh like a million okay so yeah when I first went I was going 
to my erosity guy and I was like high on life because I was so excited that I was getting relief for my pain. And I had just told my erosity guy, I was like, I tried this new place and it was amazing. They're like, oh, we love places like that. And so like I emailed, I think I emailed Pat and was like, um, my Rossi guy thought it was so great and y'all should be connected and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, yeah, actually, Brittany's this, 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 this. And the list kept going. Oh. I was like, wow. <laughs> well, never mind, because she just fucking knows it all. I feel like an idiot. I'm like, the Rossi guy is so interested. So I know you have like a long, like, you know some shit. So what, what just all you... like learning. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, like... <laughs> If I could have a full-time job, it would be to be in school, I think, and get paid for it. Um, <clears throat> but that doesn't happen. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I've got a few certifications. I don't know if I Just feel like boring few. you. I don't, yeah, I, I want to know. Okay. It's okay. definitely not boring. No, it's awesome. It's, all right, so I have a doctorate in chiropractic, a master's in sports rehab, master's in nutrition, and then I have certifications, and those range from pre and postnatal. I mean, I have acupuncture certification, dry needling certifications, lots of nutrition ones. I think like over the last like four or five years, I was like, I love nutrition. So I studied it and like would take whatever online course or like in person, like all my continuing education hours for chiropractic mm -hmm. are nutrition based and they're super enlightening. I mean, like I studied one and it was, um, how blood, your blood chemistry can relate to nutrition, you know, like nutrient deficiencies. And so, that I like geeked out on for so long. And now I still love it. If anytime I get a nutrition client, I'm like, can I see your blood work? <laughs> and they're like, why, what does this have to do with me eating pretzels in the afternoon? And it's like, Oh, it totally does. Um, so anywho, um, blood chemistry stuff. Um, I don't know, like general fitness things like certified functional strength coach, but that doesn't matter. I mean, all those certifications are great to have, but I would never like tell anybody that I have them like any employee that we hire at the gym if they were like oh well, I'm certified in a hundred things I'm like, like I don't what, care bitch? no <laughs> no I like I don't care like I don't want you to be certified in those yeah. things because then you're not really trainable and so yeah. or you're less trainable so yeah lots of certifications but um well I don't know I don't if know. I was looking for a gym that was like totally well-rounded I mean you can go to athletic outcomes <laughs> I said it that way because you're like, it's not AO. I know. I just well, yeah. I, I wanted to be clear that it, that's not the name of yeah. it. Like, it's not AOLLC or whatever. Yeah. So now that we've got that, yeah. figure it okay. out. Okay. Well, anyway, so you could go there and, like, you can get fitness training. You could get nutritional counseling. You can get chiropractic adjustments. Like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, recovery. that's so much. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We want to yeah, yeah. yeah. The recovery. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Let me tell you more. Are we a fan, girl? <laughs> yeah. But the recovery is like, okay, so you're like a boutique gym. You offer all of these amazing things, but one of the big things that you'll offer that not a lot of gyms do offer is a recovery aspect to it. Yeah. So I think that's one thing that we kind of like pride ourselves on in our brand is the act is like the combination of fitness and recovery. And uh, let, let's be realistic. I mean, like 90% of people don't take advantage of the recovery stuff just because you're busy. And like, if you're going to do one thing for an hour, it's probably like burn calories or mm -hmm. build muscle. Mm -hmm. It's great. But, um, you know, we emphasize like the fact that recovery is so important to see results. And so we offer, um, a cold tub, um, and then compression boot therapy. And so as a member, you can come and do that whenever you want. And, um, you know, we provide like the traditional stuff like foam rollers or sticks or like canes to work out your muscles. Um, 
So when you so say it's, it's like important to see results, like how does... Yeah. I mean, so many people overtrain. So if you come to the gym six times a week and you aren't losing weight or you're not seeing, you know, muscle gain, or you're not getting stronger. If you pick up the same weights every single time you're there, you're likely overtraining. Um, and so your body needs recovery. Like your muscles get broken down every single time you exercise. And so if you don't allow them the time to heal and grow, then you're pretty much just like knocking yourself down every single time you work out. And so it helps. And, you know, if you're sore every single time you work out, clearly your body needs help recovering or you just haven't worked out in such a long time that you just got a huge ass kicking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so, you know, if, if you really care about like your training program rather than just it as a workout, then you should definitely do recovery. Um, it, it just like what, for example, like what the boots do in an hour, your body will chemically do in 24 hours. Mm, okay. So it just helps with recovery. If you're training, if you're like a pro athlete and you need to train like off season to get stronger. So like you can get, you know, drafted by a team, like right. you need to recover. Um, or if you're just like training for an Ironman or training for a 5k, like the day before you should probably get some recovery. So you have fresh legs. Yeah. So that's kind of the, I mean, the concept behind it is just like the act of recovery. Ultimately, yeah. like that's really healing. cool. It is. Yeah. Plus um, it looks super relaxing. Dude, like, if I had time, like I would thinking. gladly go sit there. Dude, and you don't I even have it. to come work out. You're just like, yeah. I'm going to just recover. Cause yeah. I'm a mom. And I mean, I did it so much when I was pregnant. Cause I was like, yeah. fix these swollen legs. Yes. Like my feet would swell. Yeah. And so I would just like, I actually still have the boots at our house that I got that I took from the gym That's gold, during my pregnancy dude. and like postpartum. <laughs> I was like, hit me up with those boots. Yeah. Okay. So the, what are the boots specifically do? So they just, um, they basically act like your body's lymphatic system. So they help with swelling so that it starts like you put the boots on, you zip them up. They're like giant pants and the compression, there's compression and it's air, no liquid, no hot, no cold, no temperature change. And it fills up your feet up to your ankles, knees, and then it goes up to your hips. So it basically like pushes fluid from the bottom to the hips and then it will release and then do it all over again multiple times so ultimately it just helps replenish blood flow and so when you replenish blood flow like that's what helps you heal and so um it just gets rid of junk from your legs and then uh the cold tub is that we said cold tub what Mm -hmm. does that do so it's pretty much the same concept um more full body so you can get in and it's like when you get really cold all your blood's gonna go to your heart and of course to like the important stuff like your brain and then when you get out all new blood will be replaced in your limbs and so it does the same thing as the boots you get into the tub heart or blood will flush once you get back out and so if you um do the boots it does it to your legs multiple times but if you do the tub it will do it like one big time. So, so it's pretty much like anti, it helps decrease inflammation. Is it like, so is it like super uncomfortable though? To get it's into not comfortable. Really, okay. Yeah. It's but then you degrees. get numb and then Yeah. You're good. So you're in there until you go numb and um, then you get out. I mean, after three minutes, you're like, oh, feel fine. Yeah. But you're in there for 10 and then you get out, dry off. And then t- we tend to put you in the boots after. And is so it, like it just helps. Ice bath style or is it it's, colder than it's a- It's just, so that's weird because ice will melt. Right. And so it's just like the temperature will change. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the cold tub, it stays constant temperature. Okay. Yeah. And it's great. 
I know they, yeah, you're supposed to give your body recovery times and your workouts are kind of like the whole body. So if you do the recovery, then it's okay to maybe train five times a week. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You can still train five times a week. You're just going to get more out of it if Mm -hmm. you, if you do recovery and if you eat well. Yeah. 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 Let's not dismiss that. So what would you suggest is like a proper diet for working out? Mm. I'm sure it depends varies. on what your goals are. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, clean. I mean, yeah. no matter what, I don't care if you're working out or not. I mean, just less processed food. Um, I'm not like, you must be vegan. You must right. be a meat eater. I don't care. Like everybody's different. I've experimented with them all. I know what works best for me. I just believe it's just person to person, just mm-hmm. whatever works for you. But um, I mean, obviously plant-based is great. Like if you can eat plants, awesome with some protein, great, help rebuild your muscles, then you're pretty much good. But if you're replenishing your glycogen, you're basically trying to build muscles off of processed junk, then you're not going to feel good working out. Is that something a member um, can utilize? Like, do you have, can I go get a nutrition plan from you or how does that work? Yeah. So for example, like on Monday, um, we have what's called Um, smell group nutrition and so we'll run these randomly throughout the year you can also work individually one-on-one with me anytime but um starting on monday we're going to take a group through a six-week program of nutrition and so the theme for this one is just general kind of weight loss but of course it's all about like sustainable weight loss and i don't believe in like quick fixes and it's more like okay if you're training then this is what you need to be eating. If you're not training, this is what you need to be eating. But it's also like educational. Like, hey, put your fork down in between every bite. Because if Mm, you don't, you're going to tend to eat more. Mm -hmm. And it's just like calories in versus calories out at the end of the day. And if you don't want to count calories all the time, which who does, it kind of teaches you like habits when you're eating to avoid having to count calories, but the same effect. Yeah. Yeah, and like listening to your body. I mean, there's so many times when we just eat just because it's in front of us mm-hmm. with no good, reasoning. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Habits. Yeah. Oh my God. So what do you think about all these like diet fads like keto and whole 30 and I mean, sometimes they're great for resets. Sometimes they're great for certain chronic illnesses. I mean, it's, they're good for some people. Do I think they're good for everybody? No. Sorry. They're I know fads. it's hot in here. Yeah. I know. Oh, I'm, I'm sweating my ass. I know, right and now. I can like can smell myself. <laughs> Dude, I, I just got out of the shower, <laughs> and I swear I put on deodorant. Can y'all smell me? I can't smell you. Oh, I can see your deodorant. deodorant. <laughs> just bald right up and does nothing. I'm gonna so have to rub shower after in. this. Dude, I know. I showered two minutes before you. I know. Got I showered before I came. Yeah, I know. That's the hard part. Is the AC's here, so it's like loud and makes this noise. We need to have some other maybe we can just move the table just over. drink some more tequila i don't know yeah i mean that seems like a reasonable <laughs> it's solution making me sweat already so just yeah get a little more hot just i know it it's hot out here it's hot, it's hot out here in austin well, texas that's what you get for my living chair. in austin super slippery because I my know. legs are so my fucking feet. sweaty so <laughs> well i keep looking at you and i'm like she's not even sweating i'm like Whatever, a hog dude. over here I'm like, like drenched. <laughs> i feel like maybe that's something that we should tell our guests like hey it gets fucking hot out here so wear like, a swimsuit yeah so just seriously yeah <laughs> take your clothes off <laughs> should it's also tell the listeners that it's yeah. like 90 degrees in here it right is. now so if we seem agitated and maybe I should annoyed, could, you think I, I should why. turn it on for like two minutes to get some airflow? 
I don't really know if it's even that loud. Is okay, it? Okay, y'all tell me. I'm gonna turn it on. Okay. Oh wow! I just realized that you just oh, added yeah, more so with no <laughs> juice. <laughs> I'm like, woo, okay. <laughs> Tasted that one. So we'll just see. Okay, see, now it's on. Sorry we'll to all the clients that I have for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. So oh, shit. I'm so sorry. Is, you have, you're oh, fine. Okay. I'm good. Okay. I didn't even think about that. I've got, I've got time. <laughs> this is great. I'm going to have a great night of work, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> okay, good. So now that you have June, your baby mm-hmm. girl in the mix, is it, like, do you bring her to work? Or do oh, y'all yeah. just switch? I mean, we try to switch, but... <laughs> At the end of the day, like, we have to work at the same time. A lot of times. Mm -hmm. um, We have a nanny who comes occasionally. She's amazing. She's also, she owns or runs a volleyball camp business. And um, so she's just busy. And uh, so she can come, like, eight hours a week. And I'm like, okay, we can do this. Like, I'll figure this out. And so what happens is, like, if I'm there all morning, then Pat will come in in the evening. And we try to avoid crossover. Mm -hmm. Um, but, I mean, ultimately, she was at the gym for four hours this morning. And it's awesome for her because she gets – it's a gym. I mean, but it's a playground for her. Yeah, and right. she gets to just play yeah. with, like, all the balls that she wants. She likes to pick up five-pound dumbbells, which gives me a heart attack because yeah. I'm like, she's totally going to drop that mm-hmm. on her foot. Yeah. Um, she hasn't yet, knock on wood. But she's going to. Um, well, it's always worst-case scenario for us anyway. So anything that our kids do, we're like, I don't know, they're going to die. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and like Pat is like way more chill about it than I am. So deep down, I want him to be like, June, you probably shouldn't pick up that five pound dumbbell. But instead he just looks and I think he's like deep down really proud. He's like, yeah, my baby's strong. Yeah. And I'm like, no, she's totally going to break her foot. And I just like see the worst. And he's like the best. Yeah. Like, she's so cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's at the gym a lot and it's, it's really fun. I mean, she gets to communicate really well with adults. Yeah. But when it comes to kids, it's hilarious. Like, she has no spatial sensitivity whatsoever. So I have a friend. She brought her kid over uh, last night, and she's about six months younger than June. And and she was like, yeah, man, my daughter just really has, like, this bubble around her sometimes. Like, she likes her space. Mm -hmm. And June, I'm not kidding you, was just, like, touching her the whole night. She was like, hey, 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 hey. Like, kissing her, hugging her. And I was like, I'm so sorry. She's totally in her bubble. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, she'll learn when she, when she starts yeah. school, but for right now, she's just trying to, you know, she's hanging out, she's talking like an adult and it's really entertaining. For I'm sure, sure. Yeah, it's really awesome. cool though, to see like what her mom and dad have created and like just demonstrating a healthy lifestyle and exercise, yeah. like really makes a difference. In I mean, did you ever go to work with your parents? All the time. Yeah. I loved it. All oh, that's the time. Awesome. I loved it when I was little. It was my favorite thing. Well, where like, did they, where, where did they work? Here. My mom worked at an engineering firm. So, what? like, I would go and sit in her office and, like, color on old plans and, like, oh, do shit so like cool. that. But, like, it was just, I mean, it was always so fun. So, like, you know that she loves it, especially at a gym. I mean, where she has balls yeah, and, like, space. Like, that sounds like heaven. My biggest concern is, like, do the clients really like it or are they, like, oh, it's okay to have her here? You know, I don't ever want to, like, influence a, a customer's visit, but... Most of my clients, all of my clients are pre-postnatal. Yeah. And then if anybody else has a client, usually they're like, 
Yeah, she's totally fine. I'm like, if you have issues with kids, just let me know. Yeah. But, um, I mean, what does she do, though? We it's all not get like it. she bothers them, right? But occasionally, she I mean, might, like, cry. It's a two-year-old. Okay, poop. well, I mean, like... Yeah. And then we're like, oh, man, she Sorry, smells really you bad. all shit your pants at one point <laughs> and, like, cried, too, so... Yeah, and honestly, like, the community that is at AO is just... They're also supportive anyway. So, yeah. like, and if they're going to, like be really upset with our child being there, then we understand that it might not be the best fit for you. Mm-hmm. So we're okay with yeah. them being like, mm, this doesn't work for me. But I mean, nobody's ever complained to us probably because we're the owners. And so nobody would probably bring it up to me. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm like, well, nobody's complained about it. So yeah. let's just keep going with it. <laughs> so what was that like transition? Like after you had June, like when yeah. did you start bringing her like immediately or like, did you kind of like, so it's funny because my OB, she was like, all right, so what's kind of like your plan after you have this baby? And so I'm such a control freak. And I was like, I'm going to take like two weeks off and then I got to get back to work. Like I need to be in there, make sure people like the employees are showing up on time, that my clients are good, they're taken care of. And she laughed at me. <laughs> and, you know, looking at it now, I'm like, she totally should have laughed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I've always been like, work, 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 like, do more, like set high expectations. And once June came, I think, first of all, I had no idea what I was doing. We had issues nursing. So I had to like really figure that out. We were up like every two hours trying to feed her, you know how Mm -hmm. that works. Um, And I like forgot about work and it took like a month out where Pat was like, Hey, like if you, if you're ready to go, like people want you, like you're, they want you to coach classes again. And I was like, Hmm. I'm just not ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's it's crazy going from like being all in for something you're so passionate about and then all of a sudden you're just your role and your like love completely changes and you're yeah. like, "Oh wow. That's like so secondary now." Yeah. And something all I want to do up. is just like yeah. sit and touch my child. I know. Yeah. Just yeah. stare at him. I just sleep. <laughs> seriously. Wake him up cuz you're lonely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At like 5 a.m. she'd wake up and I was like, "Yes. Yeah, we're up for the day. It's so great." Um, so, so, I mean, I honestly, it's funny. Like, I don't really remember the transition of bringing her into work because Pat was also like really supportive where he would just come home and take over and I would be like, okay, I have to go to work now. And you know, I had like FOMO. Um, but at the end of the day, I know it's, it was so good for me to get back into it. Um, I, did you feel that way? Like once you got back into it, like once you like actually left her where you're like, okay, this is, yeah. I mean, I definitely had moments where I was like, Oh oh, wait, what am I doing? Like, can I do this from home? Do I have to be there online? Like face to face or can I do it all online? And so I had those moments, but I mean, I'm such a, like I said, like I love to like be active in work and like, there's always like things that I'm working toward. And so for me, it was like, okay, this is good for me to like have a different focus. And, um, it's crazy to me that like women can go back to work after three months and just like ship their kids to daycare. I'm like, I'm heartbroken for them. And I know that they also are. And it's just like, I want to be like, you don't have to, but they do have to. And Mm -hmm. it sucks. I freaking hate it so much. So I couldn't imagine being in that position where I was like, okay, you're going to go for eight hours a day and you're three months old. And I'm just going to be like a fucking cow pumping all this milk all the time. And Mm -hmm. I know, oh my gosh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. So I feel so lucky that we were able to take her and like, she would nap in my office all the time. Like we just shut the door and like, we have like 
loud rap music Ooh, in the background she sleep awesome. she doesn't care yeah. music is so good for babies like yeah. just crank it up oh yeah and they'll sleep through anything and i'll just nurse like in between the five clients i'd spread them five minutes out and just nurse her and be like okay here we go so are you guys still nursing i remember last time when we saw you you were kind of like oh. yeah we stopped 20 weeks 20 months okay nice. yeah Same. that's what i did yeah for your it first was good right cohen yeah yeah obviously. dude and actually i got pregnant right about the time Cohen was good for you. Well, we stopped mainly because I couldn't stand June moving so much. And it was just like, okay, clearly like she's distracted and it, and like, she's obsessed with this mole that I have on my face. And um, it's like, I can't even see it. Well, okay. That's so fucking funny. It's a mole and it's on my face. Not that you have a mole. My (laughs) daughter did that same. I have one right here and she would just pull it. Yeah. Like touch it. it. Yeah. So like there would just be moments of nursing where she just would rest her hand, her little (laughs) finger on my face. And I was like, oh my God, I can't like, I'm just being used so much right now. It definitely gets to a point where it's, you want it to be fun and a connection, but you know, you get to a point sometimes you're like, this is not fun for me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, it was like a week after her second birthday and there were all these rules I had to like switch and put one away and the other one coming showing and mm-hmm. it'd be like nurse nastic, nurse nastics where it's like gymnastics <laughs> yes. nursing. They're all over you different and you're like going crazy and then you just kind of reach your limit and you're like, boom, yeah. done. I honestly never thought that I would make it that long and it's it, a long I didn't time. like set a limit. I was just like, let's just see how this goes. Mm-hmm. And I was like devastated when I had issues with it originally. Mm-hmm. And it was, I felt so like, I don't know, you just, I don't even know how to explain it. I was just like, why can't I do this? And yeah. it's not like other people giving you pressure. I just wanted to get that experience. Yeah. And um, so when it worked, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this forever. Yeah. And then it hit me one day and I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. And so I actually like went away on a trip just by myself, went to go visit friends in Chicago, and Pat was in charge for the whole weekend. And when I came back home, he put her to bed because I would always nurse her to sleep. Mm-hmm. He put her to bed, and I was just like, I'm free. Yeah. Was, <laughs> was, I can't even describe the feeling. It was like the most rewarding thing. Like, okay, I did it, and now I get to like see the benefits of yeah, it. Yeah, you should feel very proud. I mean, two years, that's basically two years, and it's not easy. No, it's it, not. It is fucking hard. It's probably, it's, I say it's one of the hardest things. Like, it's, birth is hard, pregnancy's hard, but nursing is a whole nother level of hard. Like, you need, you need support. You need resources. Absolutely. You yeah. need oh, yeah. patience. You, like, you have to be really fucking determined. Yeah, it's and like so beautiful, but then your nipples are fucking raw for like the first yeah. three months. Oh, and, and you yeah. think you have this image like it's gonna be, we're just gonna nurse it's and it's gonna tale. be fine. But yeah. like, no, it's not that easy. And they have to be okay with it too. Like, I have clients who are like, oh, I, my six month old just decided to stop nursing and they're devastated. They're like, why? Yeah. Why did they just stop all of a sudden? And I know that they wanted to nurse longer. And it's like, I'm sorry. They just, they do. And so the fact that like June was willing to nurse that long, you know, it just has to be an agreement between the both of you, the both of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's like school. It's like, it hurts either way. If, if it's hard for the kid to drop off and they cry the whole time, it's miserable. But then if they just are like, bye mom. Yeah. It's miserable, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So it's like, ideally you want them to be like, okay, I'm also done too. But then sometimes you just got to fucking cut them off. And then sometimes they just 
stop and it's just it's a weird weird emotional thing because <laughs> I cut I cut my daughter off yeah and she I'm not even joking she probably would have nursed she probably still be nursing right now mm-hmm. if I let her and it was a it was 14 days of like 14 days to break a habit um, of her asking every single day oh, and we only so had and I could redirect and distract um except one day crying and pounding and my husband had to take her outside and she's pounding on the front door saying milkies and I'm sitting there in the living room just seeing her and just crying and crying but I had already made up my mind I'm done and when as a mom you have to like stick to your guns or they'll never believe you one more time yeah yeah then it'll be always be that manipulation so Mm -hmm. I I I wish maybe that she would have been like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rather than cutting her. Yeah. Maybe like sucks. a week of that and then being like, okay. <sighs> it was hard. Yeah, that is hard. We all mm-hmm. go through it. So what's it like running a business with your husband though? So like, has it ever like had made any obstacles That's for a good you guys? Question. Or? Um, the best part about it is I get to see him every single day. And so that's kind of how our relationship started. We saw each other all the time and, I am, I like that. I know yeah. that there are definitely relationships where you're like, okay, you do your thing. Mm-hmm. I do my thing. We are the type where we're just like, we hang out all the time. Like we are best friends. Best and friends. so we see each other all the time and we like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only like issue is like, if I want to have a business meeting at eight o'clock at night and he's tired, I'm like, okay, so what do you think about this idea? I think that we should X, Y, Z. And he's like, I can't use my brain right now. And then I'll just be like, okay, well, we'll just do it anyways. And so um, I think like what's really good is we have defined roles and um, he's really good at some things and I'm really good at other things. And so we've just kind of thrived off of those. And so he's also a really just kind of like easygoing person and I'm not. And so it works. If we were both really hard headed on decisions and, and plans, then I don't know if it would work out as well as it does, but I mean, I love it just because I get to come to work and see him every day. So literally like we leave the house, like in the morning, June and I will be like, let's go see daddy. And we both get excited about it. And so it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. We feel really lucky ultimately like that we can do it together, but that we can also tolerate each other for so long. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I you know, your true best friends. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really some people good. are married and they're not best friends, and it's you do need those breaks. But it's uh, my husband's my best friend as well. So yeah. at the beginning we were very codependent and like always together, and like you're gonna go out? What? what? Yeah. How long have you gone? Are you gonna come home? <laughs> what? It wasn't I invited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One thing that we started doing, which has like been amazing, is we make it a non-negotiable. We go out once a week, mm-hmm. and so we'll have a babysitter come and. It's not financially savvy by any means, but it's like, it's so important. so important. And so like we go out and a lot of times we talk about the business, but it's fun. Like we, I feel like we built our business model after drinking bottles of wine at Wine Belly down the street. And like we drew out the map of it. And so we kind of thrive off of like, okay, let's go out and like, it'll be time for us and we can do whatever we want. But at the end of the day, we always talk about yeah. the business because it's, 
our passion. And right, so, like, exactly. We have this agreement, and when, like we talk about clients, and we're like, yeah. So did you s- totally see him do a two hundred pound squat? And we're like, yeah, it was great. Like we just that's dork so awesome. out over it, yeah. and um, so we always go out. Like that's without a doubt, we have to do that, and then that's really helpful. Because there's a time when you know when June was like up to one, we didn't do it all the time, and. You just need, like, something to look forward to, with or without the kids. But for us, like, we just need that separation point because otherwise we never talk about work. And then, like, work kind of gets put on the back burner or I'm, like, trying to plan things. And I'm, like, I need approvals. And I just do them without approvals. And then I feel like there's just, like, a disconnect of work Mm -hmm. and relationships. So I love it. I know it's not meant for everybody, though. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, being parents is really like mom and dad. It's really fucking hard. And then oh, AO yeah. athletic outcomes <laughs> is like y'all's second baby or first baby. It's our first. Yeah. yeah first child. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we put just as much time, if not more, into mm-hmm. it. For yeah. sure. And I mean, staying connected and having fun and doing that stuff is what keeps your marriage and your relationship strong which then your kid will see and sense. Because if you're stressed out and mit, like not connected, it, it doesn't make for a happy home and happy business. So that's awesome that oh, you guys yeah. do that. I totally agree. It's really important. It's, it's helpful that Pat's such a positive dude, though. He'll come yeah. home after working like 10 hours. And he's like, I'm so excited to be home. This is the best day ever. Those I'm are like, the best people to be how, around too. How? Yeah. What? Why are you so happy? Like, yeah. I don't get it. But I come also, home like, and I'm like, I you. need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I'm so grateful for him. So yeah. yeah. He makes it easy for sure. That's fucking well, awesome. Our next question is from Olivia R. <laughs> oh. oh, welcome back, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your dreams for the future? Like, do you want to open another gym or like... <laughs> She we, just wants to know for herself personally, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah. So where um, are we going in the yeah. future, and when do I get my trophy for being? When is my picture going to be on the wall? In Westlake, so I can come yeah. when I move. Yeah. Oh my God, I know she's going to be a Westlake. Let's not mom. talk about that for sure. Ugh. It's what so is her though. Plan. It is her. It's so her. I have a lot of plans. Um, I just don't know which one I'm going to pursue yet. So I don't have a. I don't have a final answer for Olivia. Um, (laughs) I really like taking risks and just kind of guessing my way through things. I honestly truly believe in ignorance is bliss and, Mm -hmm. um, at the right moment it'll happen. yeah, Yeah. And, uh, I, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, I want to be a business owner that makes sense. And, um, so right now, like I'm trying to like learn business and like understand it and like, okay, think about like roles and like, why am I doing this? Why? Like, what's the point of it? So ultimately like AO, we don't have any very specific plans, but ultimately like we want to be bigger, but we also want to be smarter. So mm-hmm. whether bigger means having more people, we're not quite sure. We like our original kind of goal was to just have less people and just more loyal people and at the end of the day like that would make more sense space-wise but also like every new person that walks in the door I'm like fuck yeah you're here and like you get to you get to experience what we get to offer and it's like the coolest relationship ever ever every single time somebody new walks in so like I, I don't know what the plan is we might have a second location but that's just like double the work right so um and from what it sounds like is that like you really like having your hands in the pot too which is 
awesome. I mean, as a business owner, it's like totally what you're passionate about. And like, mm-hmm. if you had a second location, you'd be splitting your time, having to hire more people. And it's kind of like less personal that way, which yeah. I feel like, like it's I really your specialty. would much rather have like a gigantic facility. But yeah. in Austin, that's freaking nearly impossible. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you want uh, another 10 square feet? That's going to be like 10,000 more dollars. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, yeah. uh, no. Yeah. So, um, you know, if... I'm not really sure the plan. We have some amazing employees, and so that's really helpful because it makes me feel a lot more confident for the future. Um, yeah, our manager, Kat, she's awesome, and she sees the same vision that we do, and so it feels like we have a third um, between Pat and I. And that's so, awesome. It's so important. Yeah, and so, like, I feel if whatever we decide to do in the future, it's like we have the, the security for it, so... We're not sure yet. We just want to play with and challenge things and, and take some chances. It's nice. a secret. <laughs> it's really just unknown. <laughs> That's just my roundabout way of answering. Like, I don't know what the fuck we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. We'll figure it out. That's a great <laughs> Y'all know. <laughs> Olivia, you'll be the first to know. I know. <laughs> if you still come or unless you move to Westlake, I don't know. I know. We'll just have her sponsor it. It'll be the Olivia branch. <laughs> Yeah, she can just run it. <laughs> oh my god, she'll need something to do. Maybe she. I don't know. She might just. She'll love be it. slanging Airbnbs like at her Stay pool. Mom, with her the ten pool. kids have a pool guy. Yeah, which is oh one gosh. of my dreams. I just want to have yeah. a pool so I can have a pool guy. Oh, <laughs> you can buy those inflatable. We just bought, or actually, we were gifted from our realtor, like a seven foot diameter pool, oh, nice. and yeah. it's blow up, Dude. and it is. Game changer. I had that last year on this deck. Uh-huh. Holy shit. All summer long, dude, she was diving in, swimming, goggles. Like her yeah. friends were co- 25 bucks. It's the best investment ever. Where is it now? Well, it popped at the end of the season. Dang, that's my fear. It's going to pop. But when it's so, dude, I will tell you, I'll show you the link. It, I mean, you can get one for cheap. You can get like 10. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah, we love ours. So where can we find you? So on the World Wide Web, it's athleticoutcomes.com. Um, Instagram, athleticoutcomes. <laughs> um, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, is there another nutrition one? So, uh, yeah. Um, I have an Instagram, and it's called AO Nutrition. Oh, there's and the AO. Yep, there's the AO. <laughs> but it stands for Athletic Outcomes. You got so it. Athletic Outcomes Nutrition. <laughs> Don't clear, get it twisted. It's the clearest on LLC AO. Um, but what's funny about that is I posted pictures all the time of nutrition, of food, and because I know like clients loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all plant-based. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I got really sick of the countertops that I had in our apartment, and I just hated taking pictures. It felt like it was the same <laughs> background every single time. So I just stopped taking pictures, and I don't remember the last time I've posted on that okay. page. It's it might be like six months old. It's been okay. a while. Um, we did just buy a house. We're in it. And it's funny because, like, yesterday almost took a picture of this, like, smoothie that I made. And then I wanted to be like, okay, I'm back in it. And then <laughs> new countertops. Here I yeah. am. <laughs> and it's so lame. It's just, like, better lighting and better countertops. But it may come back to life. It may not. Um, but AO Nutrition is a way to get your way mm-hmm. to AO. I like okay. following it. I like to see all the So are you vegetarian? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. Okay, me too. Yeah, great. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I was vegan for a while, and then it's funny because I went to a doctor when we were trying to get pregnant, 
with June and she was like, you just need to eat some meat, honey. Oh yeah. And, um, I was like, well, you're full of shit. So I don't, I will, I don't need to. And, um, I think I had like a burger and I was like, what am like, what are you trying to do? Like, stop. This is stupid. Um, so yeah, I'm vegetarian. I mean, did you ever crave meat when you were pregnant? Sometimes like, like turkey burgers, because I used to live off of them a long time ago. Literally, still to this day, though, chicken is the most disgusting thing, in my opinion. Like, I, when I was pregnant, like, the smell of it, the sight of it, seeing it, I was like, oh, God, and I'm going to throw up. it sticks with you. I don't know why. And still to this day, like, Pat, my husband, eats meat all the time, and, and uh, I will never touch chicken, cook, cook it, put it in the house, nothing. Poor guy. <laughs> so I'm like, sorry, if you ever want chicken, you got yeah, go to go on your like, own. <laughs> freaking McDonald's and get some chicken fingers or I don't even know. Not even real chicken. Yeah. <laughs> go somewhere else. Cause I don't want it in the house. So yeah. I mean, that's just me personally. I just feel better being vegetarian. Yeah. I was raised vegetarian. So like now my oh, body just awesome. like can't process meat cr- mm-hmm. like properly. Although when I was pregnant, I did eat some chicken cause I just was like, Whoa, what is that? And it looks so good. I don't know. I was just like Crazy. fucking star for protein. My second born was eight pounds, six ounces. So he was like a big baby and he's like fucking thick. Like mm-hmm. his thighs are thicker than my three year old size. Powered by protein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, he's like, he's just a big guy. And I think he was just taking it all out of me. And I was just like, I need more. And so that's awesome. But yeah, but yeah, being veg- I like it. I mean, like I'm not anemic. I don't have any like issues and deficiencies and stuff, which mm-hmm. that's what everybody thinks. They're like, oh, you're probably just like fucked, <laughs> lacking everything. Yeah. You don't eat meat, you fucking weirdo. Where's your but- muscle? You're just skinny fat. <laughs> skinny yeah. fat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I grew up on ice cream and little Debbie snacks. Mm-hmm. So technically that's also vegetarian. Yeah. No. <laughs> Dude, well, no, not ice cream. Oreos are vegan. Yeah. But yeah, my I vegan know. friends, she's like, they're accidentally vegan. Because they're not really made for vegans. There's just a lot of crap that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Vegan. It's not real milk because yeah. you can make it cheaper off a high fructose corn <laughs> syrup and fucking chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's so vegan. I don't care. Yeah. Just eat whatever feels good for you. I've yeah. been eating. Uh, I don't know if it's vegan, but I think vegetarian meals all week. So feeling great, guys. I'm also good. on y'all's train, but I actually. <laughs> I'm cool too. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Prep to your door. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I won their. Um, like Instagram giveaway, what? Which was amazing. I think I like have tagged <laughs> them to you like probably five times. I'm like, you guys should yeah. connect, and you're like, bitch, we have connected. <laughs> like they come here. Yeah, I just interviewed her on a panel. <laughs> oh, and it was really? amazing. Yeah, nice. their concept is badass. Like all sustainability mm-hmm. is like their primary focus. Reusable glassware. Yes. I mean, I'm like hell yeah, girl. Damn, do I it. didn't know that. We, yeah, we were. I mean, we kind of, we both do stroller strides, and they they used to come to stroller strides at the end of our workouts, and we would do like at the beginning we'd put in our smoothie orders, and then they'd come and they'd what? drop off our smoothies, and we'd have them for the babies, and we loved it. And she would talk to all of us, and this was like, I mean, probably two uh, a couple years ago, a long time ago. So I had always known who they were, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, you guys should connect. That's why I kept connecting you guys, and I haven't seen them or heard from them in a long time and then all of a sudden I won their Instagram giveaway and I got five plant-based meals dropped off at my house and it's amazing I I mean I take them with me to my workouts and I dump in a bowl and I eat it and it's yum it's delicious now I just want to eat food mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great I'm oh, jealous. That's a cute mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Prep to Your Door, and you should probably give me five free meals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously. Should we uh, cheers? Yeah. yeah, cheers. Well, hold on.
for it. Number four. I'm going to go for it. Good for you. Well, Let's remember choose. last time when we had to go back and parent and came off tequila and it was... I feel fine. I don't know really about hard. you. I feel fine. It's challenging to do that. It is I'm good. I still have some. Okay. <laughs> Juice know, my kids have just been driving me insane all morning, so I'm like, okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> You're looking forward to this all day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cheers. 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 Thanks, girls. Thanks for coming on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was super fun. Mm-hmm. I love that you didn't ask anything that was like, tell me the theory behind, <laughs> uh, I don't know, anything. Okay, so even... tell us the theory behind yeah. you choosing Olivia as your favorite member. <laughs> <laughs> it's called texting <laughs> the interviewers. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to today's episode of Those Bad Moms. If you like what we're putting down, follow along on our social media. You can find us on Instagram at those.bad.moms and on Facebook at Those Bad Moms.